Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find the Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, hey, how the heck are you? The Monty Show, sitting next to the engaged haircut getter. And uh, yeah, I see all the comments already about how you know two holes is really getting married and it is the end of an era it's not on the monty show um hey what's going on with the lights today by the way hang on let's let's okay there they go um hello hey Hey. turn the thing on weird day in the technical aspects of the monty show presented by our good friends at the advocates theadvocates.com the best injury attorneys in the business even on Football Friday on the Monty Show, make sure you get to the Advocates, theadvocates.com. And as the uh, summer turns to fall across this country, the Advocates are ready to help you if you're riding your bike, on your motorcycle, you get in a car accident. If you've been injured, you need to get to the advocates.com where you never pay a penny to talk to one of the best injury attorneys in the business at theadvocates.com. Happy Friday to you. Uh, obviously, we have all of our NFL talk coming up. We have got a really, I don't know, is is mediocre slate of college football games too strong? No, I think it's a little too nice. It probably is. There's not a lot of great games. Even like the Backyard Brawl this week doesn't have a lot of intrigue in it. Um, but it will be interesting to see how much water Deion Sanders continues to carry. It was remarkable remarkable yesterday when we talked about coach prime uh, wrong button there i just wanted to see two holes brand new haircut you like uh, it? it was amazing when we talked about coach prime yesterday it just exploded in both negative comments and positive comments and i think that is almost a definition of Deion sanders at colorado But what's so interesting about Coach Prime is he took over ESPN today. And if you were paying attention this morning, from first take to Pat McAfee to 60 minutes, everybody wants their pound of flesh from Coach Prime Deion Sanders. And I think it's fantastic for college football. I think he is exactly the personality this sport has needed for a decade. Jake, do you agree? Yeah, I mean, I think it's great for college football. I think when we talk about, you know, the schedule this week is an example. The schedule this week kind of lacks fire, if you will. It's a very mediocre week in matchups. There's not a lot happening. So the idea that, you know, Deion Sanders picked right now to be the face of college football is pretty good timing, I would say. I would say that this has worked out pretty nice. This has worked out pretty well, not only for Colorado, but for college football fans. I mean, you, you, again, as he just mentioned, you look around the media circle and you get, you know, Prime sitting next to Pat McAfee today and Pat McAfee wearing the sunglasses that we're going to get to, right? Like, you look around, he was on first take, he's got, you know, 60 minutes. Like, there's all these different things that Deion Sanders is doing and I'm I'm sitting here like, yeah, I'm here for this because, frankly, there's not a lot, you know, there's just not a lot going on besides Dion versus Jay Norvell and really Dion just taking over the world. So, yeah, the Coach Prime brand is alive and well. And I do think that, you know, the expectation of, hey, they're going to rack it up on Colorado State is absolutely on point. I mean, I would expect nothing less, man. I don't know about that. I mean, that is a we're we're talking about a huge number. 
And I think this is one of the things that we need to have some caution about. You look at Colorado, they're a 23 and a half point home favorite on a 63 point number. I mean, that's a lot of offense from Colorado to cover. And I think obviously Colorado is a more talented, better football team than Colorado state. That's not the story of this game. And if the best team, if the most talented team, if the more well-coached team always won, sports would be very boring. Mm -hmm. But we know that's oftentimes not how games turn out. And I look at this game with Colorado, and I think this is still a trap game. I think it's a danger game. I think you have Oregon next week. I think you're coming off of a big couple of wins. This is a game that I think will really show what Colorado's about, especially because the Friday before the game, the day before the game, Deion Sanders is the media darling. And I think he's doing a really good job of being the distraction so his kids don't get distracted. I think that's what today's media tour was about. Being a distraction so his kids don't get distraction, I think there's real value in that. Yeah, and I think that it would be easy for his his kids to get distracted. I mean, you know, you understand the amount of media in Boulder this week, and, and obviously most of these kids have not experienced that. Now, obviously, you know, Shador Sanders is very well-versed in, in media and, you know, handling this type of situation, but, but I think that there is serious merit to, hey, we can't let our program get distracted through all of this nonsense, and I think that's why you see Deion Sanders' coach Prime like go through this process of, hey, you know, I was just watching tape, and you know, they talked all that bull junk about us. Like he's bull channeling junk. it. Yeah, that's his. You know, everyone's bull picking junk. up on this saying bull junk, and I, and I like it. I think it's a pretty pretty cool, pretty slick saying. But like, I think it's smart to channel it this way. Like, hey, they're hating on us, us versus them. Like that keeps your players locked in, and I think he's smart for it. Yeah, I I also think that this is a really good matchup for Colorado. Let's not kid ourselves. Colorado State is 0-1. They lost to Washington State, and they lost because all they can do is throw. They cannot run. What is the – well, I don't want to say Achilles these days here in the NFL. Uh, what is the weakness, the kryptonite of that Colorado defense? Well, if a team can run. If you can run, you can score on Colorado. Well, Colorado State can't run. And they have to throw to make a living. And I think that's a very tough way to make a living against Colorado. So I don't, I don't have concern that they're going to beat Colorado, Colorado State. I, I, my concern is that Colorado will let down. But we'll see. The bottom line here is I think Deion Sanders is exactly what's right. And it was a bit of a wild ride last night. We, you know, we, we do the show live every day. We post highlight videos. And generally, those highlight videos get maybe five to 8,000 views per video. The Deion Sanders Coach Prime video, I think last I checked, was at 13,000 views. More than double the norm on our, on our highlight videos. He's a big flipping deal. Mm-hmm. And when you Google search him, when you, 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 know, you Instagram, Twitter, you can't go somewhere without seeing Coach Prime. And I wonder what the burnout factor is for college football fans. I wonder what the burnout factor is for you guys. I I don't know what the burnout factor is. I don't know when that burnout factor happens. It's going to happen. Well, I think the burnout factor starts to kick in when he starts losing. I I mean, if you were like, because think of it this way. I mean, you've got all this trash talking going on. You know, you've got this whole sunglasses thing, you know, that this added sunglasses thing that Dion did. And it's like, all right, that's cool. You can do all this stuff as long as you're winning. If you win, 
nobody cares. Everyone's about it. And, but if you start losing for whatever reason, then the tide will change. So it's curious. I'm curious again, what happens? Because I, 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 I think they're going to pound this team. I, I, I think we're like my opinion on this game is that they would have no problem throwing up 50 points against Colorado State. I, I now whether they cover. You know, the 23 and a half, that's kind of a different story, of course, because I think he makes a great point. Colorado State can throw. They can get up and down the field pretty decent. So maybe they, you know, maybe Colorado doesn't cover, but I would expect 50 points out of Colorado this week. So I don't think they're going to have any trouble winning this game. But I think the issue is going to be when you start losing games, how does the narrative change for Prime? What is well, What does he start saying? Like, what is what direction do we take the team? Because now it's not, hey, us against the world. Now it's got to be, Hey, Oregon dropped 50 on us, and our defense isn't good enough yet. But it's, like, it, it's not like Deion's undefeated. I mean, Deion Sanders has lost games. I mean, it's, so it's not like Deion's not used to losing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know. I mean, he's lost games in his career, but I think that, that you know, this situation, like, it would be different if Deion, you know, was 2-0, and but, like, hadn't been in the media and, and all this stuff that's gone on with, like, Jay Norvell and this whole situation – Hadn't happened. Or like the media thing where he got after that reporter, you know, do you right, believe? Like right, if right. all this stuff hadn't happened, I think it'd be a little bit different. Or it would be, yeah, it would be a but little is bit it, different. But is it okay because Deion Sanders is always positive? Do you believe now was a, a positive refrain? Mm -hmm. it do was, you believe? It wasn't a negative attacking thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, hey, you, you know, you're, you're fake news or what? It, it wasn't negative or attacking. Mm -hmm. It was, do you believe now? Look what we did. Are you going to change your, are you going to write something other than that bull junk you wrote? Yeah. And I think a lot of people, and this is the conundrum with Prime. Like, I agree with you. I do think he went about it in a positive way, but there'd be a lot of people out there that would say, oh, well, what are you guys talking about? He went after that reporter. Well, he only went after that reporter because that reporter didn't believe. Right, like that reporter didn't believe they'd win the game, so we called him out after. And he the wrote game. a significantly negative piece about it. Yeah, I mean, there, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I, we're nowhere near. Like, I look at this sunglass thing. Mm -hmm. I'm nowhere near the burnout factor. I look at this is the front page of Blender Blender uh, Eyewear, and <laughs> on their front page, excuse me, on their front page, you see this ad. For Dion's new line of sunglasses, which were all over ESPN, all over Instagram, all over Twitter, all over TikTok, mm -hmm. all over the, the interwebs. Is that because Dion Sanders is promoting it? No. Uh, that's because Jay Norvell at Colorado State ripped him for wearing sunglasses. But the thing that I don't understand is why so many people are upset that he's promoting his sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't why know. Why wouldn't he? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that Deion Sanders... You know, it's funny. When I was watching the sunglasses video that came out, I, I it struck me that in that video, they're in the same room that he gave the Louis speech in. Yes. Right? Did anyone notice that? That, that, that nothing's really changed as far as how Prime goes about you know, uh, given his speeches or the things that he does. Now, yes, of course, he's he's making a little bit of a point here, right, because of what Jay Norvell said. But again, the question is, 
Is it good for college football? I, think I do, it's dude. Awesome. I think it's phenomenal. Like nobody was complaining when Johnny Manziel was running all over the field and flashing the money sign and being in the media and being that party kid and, and doing they're $67. all these things. Seven yeah, dollars. It's not like he's out here. That's the other Gucci, thing, dude. Like it's they're just, sixty-seven dollars yeah, sunglasses. Yeah, which I thought was a stroke of genius having ESPN having Pat McAfee wear those sunglasses. For his entire show, I, I think he had 50,000 people watch his show today. Yeah. Something like 55,000. 55,000 people heard about Coach Prime's sunglasses. Mm -hmm. And it was the entire show. He wore them during the Aaron Rodgers interview today. Like, what is Deion Sanders anything other than? Than a fantastic businessman. And, and it's not like they're out here being like, yeah, you got to go go and find Dion sunglasses at this website. And no. this, like they didn't do any of that. All that because, because again, they understand marketing. So they understand that, okay, the sunglasses video comes out, they're gold sunglasses, all the players are rocking them, everything's cool. Yep. And then Pat or whoever's idea it was said, yeah, let's let, let me wear these the whole show. And so what do people do? What we all always do, we jump on Google and we search Deion Sanders sunglasses. And what do you know? This ad comes up. That's the genius of marketing. $67. And I'm a guy that's got probably five, six pairs of Oakleys hanging in a hanging on a rack my wife put in our kitchen because she runs my life. Um, and I, I, I think it's ingenious. Yeah. As a sunglass guy. You can get a really nice pair of sunglasses for $67. Promote the hell out of that. Yeah. When is he ever going to be hotter than he is now? Yes. Yes. So I don't have a problem with it. I think I think there's a lot of people. Is jealousy the right word? Hell, I don't know. But I think there's a lot of people who, who get rubbed the wrong way by brash, outspoken people. Hello, that'd be me. I understand there's a lot of people who get rubbed the wrong way when you're when you're up front, when you're a bigger-than-life personality. And Coach Prime is certainly that. Yeah. And he's an incredible athlete. Now he's had unbelievable success at Colorado and before that, Jackson State. I say get it while you can, Prime. Yes. Get it while you can. Big shout out to Giggity. He's been a member of the show for eight months. Let's go, baby. Appreciate you. John Teal for $7 says Dion is going to Thanos snap Colorado State away. Didn't Coach Jimmy Johnson promote an ED pill for men back in the day? Nobody had a problem with that, so why can't Dion sell, sell shades? Did Jimmy Johnson promote Viagra? I have no idea. No idea. But again, the, I don't the, remember. the point remains, and even with that, whether Jimmy did or not, dude, that would be an endorsement. Right, like the the better comparison is, hey, if Jimmy could do that back in the day, why what why are people upset about the KFC commercial? Why are Got people me. upset about Aflac with Nick Saban and Prime? Got me. Right, like no one's talking about like all the commercials that Prime does. No one's talking about like all the professional stuff that Prime does. No, people are just pissed off that you know Prime's got a better video department than you do, and he's constantly in your face and he plays the game better. But what? But again, again, how has he set this up? His son is his videographer and handles all of his social media content. His son is a Heisman Trophy candidate and his quarterback. His son is a really good safety and he plays on Dion's team. He keeps, and he's talked about this repeatedly, he keeps a very small circle. And it's people he trusts 
and it's his forever, folks. And I, I say more power to him. Do you believe? More power, power to him. 100%, dude. So that, whatever, it's me. Uh, Steve. Hello, Steve. Good to see you, sir. Dion is the modern-day Bill Snyder. Wow, they could not be different. Uh, Who the fuck is that guy? You're going to need, yeah, explain that to me. El hombre, good to uh, be positive, but that other stuff. What other stuff do you refer to? Tarrant County, boy. Can we hook up Monty with a toupee? <laughs> okay. Why are you hating, dude? Yeah, I have no idea. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, do you believe in life after toes? Well, apparently he does. Apparently he does. Mike Smith, Jake got hair trimmed because he's about to go wedding crashing. That's correct. Jake is Jake is going to meet the girlfriend's family. Yeah. And Jake is the first boy that's ever been brought home to meet the girlfriend's family. Ah! Ever. I'm for real, man. Ever. I, I, I'm, I'm him. It's about to be Jakey four holes. Um, Conference Commissioner Gumby, Bret Hart sunglasses greater than prime sunglasses. Can't argue the point. Can't argue the point. The Hart Foundation, baby. Um, let's see. Douglas McMartin, uh, Coach Sanders has set the coaching world on fire. Quote, unquote, how dare he? The old style coaches don't like him like the CSU coach, Jay Norvell. I think there's a lot of that. But, like, I think that we're going to get to this Nick Saban thing in a couple minutes. Saban. Dude, Nick Saban or Dabo or, like, any of the legends in the game. Dude, they go out and get at, like, Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick will go out and get after uh, a reporter. He'll troll somebody. He'll 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 do what he does. But look at Nick and, Saban on the field with that. What was that infamous bite? And quit asking. Yeah. like right? I, Yeah, like, I'm not. He, he basically was saying. I'm not talking about this thing and quit asking about it. Hey, quit asking. And nobody had an issue with that because it was Nick Saban. And so my question is, okay, so if the standard is winning national championships, which I don't disagree with. And I think when you win a national championship, you get a free free pass on being a red ass. Yes, so if that's the standard, what happens if Dion wins a national championship? Then what? Oh, John Teal, that's right, for $2. They were called extends back then. I remember that. Uh, Matt Ritson uh, for $2. Nike sent primetime free glasses anytime. Right, but he he's making his own path. Blender's a, an emerging brand, and I say more power to you, dude. Boss Frog, my guy, what's up? Uh, hi, Jake, looking clean with the high and tight. Yes. Hey, Jake, Boss Frog's here today. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Boss Frog, how's the Porsche, my man? Uh, Douglas McMartin for $10. I couldn't care less about Sanders' glasses. CSU is just butt hurt about being even less of a factor in collegiate football in Colorado. Colorado State is maybe behind the College of Mines. Because it's garbage. Good Lord. Well, I mean, you're not wrong. And we talked about this yesterday, I know. But I think part of this for Jay Norvell was getting in the headlines. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's any doubt about it. Because what does Jay Norvell have to lose here? Not a whole lot. Yeah. Nobody expects Colorado State to compete in this game. I, I Nobody certainly expects them to win. It's a lot easier to come in as a massive underdog and win a game than be a 23-point favorite and cover the number. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any chance Colorado State wins the game. Very, very slim, if any. Right. If this was a publicity stunt, it was poorly thought through. That's the only thing I can think of. Because why would you poke the sleeping bear in Boulder? Why would you call Dion out by name? 
Yeah, and and I think that the the other thing that's going to be really interesting is how they handle this after they win this game because I I think that's going to be really important for the image of Colorado. Mm, the image of Colorado. Well, if if you come out before the the week leading up to the game and you're like, "Hey, it's personal." Uh -huh. And then you're doing the sunglasses thing. Uh -huh. Like you're you're jabbing back. So the question's going to be, "Okay, and and Dion was asked about this on Pat's show. Hey, do you what are you going to do about Travis Hunter? It's like we talked about the workload for Travis Hunter. He talked all about how like, well, it really depends. Travis got to get his, but if we're up by a lot, I'll take him out. This with this, the conversation around this game, I don't think he's going to take dudes out. I think they're going to run it up. I, I think they're going to get as much done in this game as they can get done. Yeah, I don't think anybody will blame them for winning by 100. Yeah. But then you got to go shake Jay Norvell's hand. And you got to meet him at, at midfield, and you got to do what you got to do. And even if it's just a drive-by, you shake and you walk your way, he walks his way, we're done with it. Yeah. That's what's required. I don't think anybody will blame Dion if he – if he just rolls out and beats, if he puts up 75, 80 on him, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? I think they earn that. Yeah. Frankly. Uh, Giggity says, Jake, Jake ain't no boys. Jake's a man. Yeah, dude. Come on, dude. Like, it, 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 this ain't a boys game. <laughs> I'm a man. Okay. Salty drunk. You're a stud, Jake. Those virgin mocking days are a distant memory. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Long time listener. Mike Smith, good grief. Don't let the girlfriend show her parents the money show. They might get a restraining order on Jake. <laughs> Can we go back to the show where we talked about having to go and rescue Jake's Jordans? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Steve, if you watch interview that Bill Snyder had building K-State, the reporters treated Bill Snyder and Deion Sanders the same way. I, I, You could be right. You, I have not seen those. I'm sure I have. It's just been a long time. Uh, Tarrant County boy, all hail Coach Dion. Big 12, I'm coming. Well, I mm -hmm. would say so. Uh, Phil Venzer says it's Monty and his parrot. Okay. Are you? Do you parrot what I say? I have no idea. Jake never agrees with me on anything, <laughs> just about. Alex Rea, what's up, Alex? Colorado State made it easy to slam money on the cover and over. Who doesn't love that? Where are where are you guys putting yeah. your 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 dollars on this? Twenty three and a half points, and the number is sixty three. Yeah, I mean, my instincts on this game say we're looking at like ten points for Colorado State. I I, I think they will get thoroughly dominated. You think? Oh. All right. Does Shador Sanders throw for more or less than four twenty five? Mm, more. More than 425 yards. Yeah, well, he put up, what did he put up against TCU? Wasn't it? 510. Uh, 5'10. So, I mean, you know, but again, that was a tight game. Had to throw, you know, but I think their offense is predicated on throwing Colorado's, you know, like they, they obviously like to put it in Shador's hand and let him play make. So, you know. And again, I will just point out Colorado State's defense is not good, especially their pass defense. Their run offense is not good. And the only way that you're going to beat Colorado, I think, is running the ball on them, keeping Shador off the field, mm -hmm. and hitting the occasional big play. Because you have a secondary at Colorado that's all they do is ball hawk. So I, I think Shador goes over 425. 
I think there are there are potentially multiple defensive touchdowns for Colorado. Because when you throw as much as, and I wouldn't think Jay Norvell's going to change his stripes now. Yeah. When you throw as much as Colorado State throws by having no other choice, man, I think you you're susceptible to unbelievable athletes that make plays. Yeah. At Colorado. Yep. But sixty three points. If you so you're thinking. Colorado's going to score 50 yeah, points. Yeah, I think the over-under for Colorado for them should be 50. Yeah. Good. 100%. Night. Yeah. Uh, boy, that feels like a lot of fucking points. Well, it um, feels like a lot when you say it, but man. then you start thinking about it, and you're like, yeah, dude, like in a in an absolute shootout game, they were at 45 against TCU, and TCU's a hell of a lot better than Colorado State They are. Is. They are. Um, you know, I, I, I think the only question when we talk about games like this is, is is when do they let their foot off the gas? That's the question. They won't in this game. So if we so if we're saying they're not going to let their foot off the gas the whole game and they're gonna and they're gonna try and lead this thing wire to wire. Like I I think yeah I think fifty is the number. And I think they're there. I would be inclined to say yeah if that's the over under number we're going with I'd say more. I I just I think forty's light when you're trying to prove a point. Uh, that 63 seems so dangerous to bet the over. Yeah. Because I don't see Colorado scoring 60 points. Well, do you think that that uh, that Colorado State can conjure even 21 points? A touchdown and two field goals is what you would need if, we, if we're going with this working theory of yours, and yeah. I know you're my parrot, right. but if we go with this working theory of yours that Colorado's scoring 50 points. Yeah. That leaves 13 points mm-hmm. on Colorado State's doorstep. Mm-hmm. That's, dude, that's a lot of points for a passing offense against Colorado. That's not talented. That's yeah. not Oregon. That's not Bo Nix. I'm just, that's I, I, not, I'm saying 50's the the over under threshold. I, I mean, I, 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 they're not going to do what Oregon I did. think you have to go win cover under. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think I you got to go, go under. Am yeah. I crazy about that, you guys? I, I think you got to – I know that is tantalizing at 63. Mm-hmm. You got to take the under in this game. I think you give Colorado the cover, and I'm even happy to go with you that they score 52 points. Yeah. I don't see I don't see Colorado State scoring two touchdowns. Yeah. I think you got to mm-hmm. go under. I, I I let let I mean. What do the people say? Yeah, it's a tough one. You, you're right. This is a tough one on Colorado yeah, State. I, I don't know. Uh, Cougar tracks. I will take Colorado State in the points. So you think there's going to be a closer game? Uh, Jeremiah Champion, what's up, my guys? Uh, Colorado State Stadium is better used for marching bands. That way, at least someone from the local area can win. Games in Boulder, by the way. Mike Smith, when Dion goes to shake Coach's hand after the game, he can just hand him a pair of cheap sunglasses. Oh, that would be alarming and amazing. Uh, Daniel Dixon, don't think Colorado State will score at all. Well, for sure, then it's under. Uh, The Buffalo Hunter, uh, 63 is a trap. Thank you. Wing cover under. I'm with you. I'm with you. I think that's where it is. Arizona Sun Salad, do not sleep on the Air Force Flyboys. Going to put a hurt on Utah State Mormons. <laughs> dude, why, why you got to throw the Mormons I mean, in there at the end? I dude? know we Come stereotype on. everybody Come on Fridays on. on this show. Come on. 
OG Gary, go on, go Jake. Flex on us. I really want to say win cover over, but man, that's tough, dude. You cannot. You cannot. Phenomenal Hebrew. What's up, dude? I'm looking for Colorado to put up a 60 burger. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, what, like, I'm, what I'm contemplating is, okay, if you're trying to prove a point, and if Shador Sanders truly is a Heisman candidate, which I believe he is, I mean, 60 is not out of the question in this game. Yeah, but if they're up, if they've got 40 points at the half and he's got 300 yards, can you risk him in the second half? You've got Oregon next week. No, you probably can't. You can't. You can't. That's what I mean. That's, that's what I'm saying. When do a they take their foot burger? off the gas? Come on, Hebrew. They're not scoring 60 points. Hell no. Can you imagine if – didn't Oregon score 81 a 81, couple weeks yeah. ago? Yeah. Can you imagine – stop. 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 Uh, Chris, they scored 24 on Washington State. It's going to be 56-28. So that's an over. But you got to remember, Colorado State does not run the football. Yeah. They – throw almost exclusively yeah uh mike smith we tease jake a ton here but happy he's found someone that is serious enough to meet the parents big step in a young man's life good luck he has our full respect but he will Thank have you. on a lululemon suit damn that's right been tailored I will. damn right i will okay okay uh tarrant county boy says jake has that forrest gump cut Jay Toffa. I'm, get, I'm getting the Jay Toffa treatment tomorrow. Yeah, dude. And uh, Lee Jensen is seeing Jay Toffa today. Oh, is he really? Yeah, Jay Toffa said that Lee Jensen's rolling by the by the shop. I'm telling you guys, if you're in Utah, if you're in Salt Lake, Jay Toffa. He's that dude, man. 78th. Uh, basically, Bangator in, in 7,800. He's amazing. He is the best barber I've ever known. And a really good dude, too, by the way. Uh, Steve. Just wait how uh, Deion Sanders in Colorado will be treated by the press with uh, with his first loss. Well, we'll find out I, next week. I think that's a very important question. We'll find out next week. I, I, I don't know the answer to that. Jeff Woodworth, see you all gas, no break. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Vorlon Angel, my guy, where you been? Uh, will CSU try to drain the clock by taking the play clock down to one or two seconds on every snap? Now, and I'm not telling you anything you guys don't know already, but... Remember what this offense is. Watching their highlights from last week, the Washington State game was not pretty offensively. Mm-hmm. They quite literally do not run. So when you pass a lot, what happens? One of two things. You score a lot of points or the game takes forever. Yeah. Because the clock just doesn't run. Because you're either completing a lot of passes, making big plays, scoring a lot of points, those plays happen quickly, and the clock does not run. In completions and interceptions, the clock does not run. I My fear in taking the under in this Colorado game is that Colorado's going to have the ball. I think they score 40 points in the first half. I could Man. see him putting up five, six scores in the first half. Let me ask you this about this, though, because Dion was asked about how much he has to weigh Shador's Heisman candidacy and the program getting national respect week in and week out. He was. And we have this conversation in the top 25 all the time. Hey, Alabama's playing a nobody. They better rack up 70 on that team, right? Because because it's a nobody, you got to score 70 is usually the benchmark. So that's what I'm saying. If they have 40 in the first half, 
I would expect him to play at least half of the third quarter, Shador. And if they get to 50, then I think you're 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 resting. You're taking Travis Hunter out. You're taking Shador out. You're playing your you're playing your depth. I could I could see them scoring 35, yeah, 42 points in the first half. I could yeah. see it happening. Uh, Alex Rea, Colorado backups will want to show out and have plenty of chances to run it up. I think they will. Yes. I, I think they will. I have almost no point about it. Well, no if, doubt about it, rather. If you me. dig into the video stuff that the Colorado football program does, not just Dion stuff, there's been a lot of assistant coaches' speeches and, like, secondary personnel talking about how, hey, they disrespected our head coach and – we can't let them do it. So, like, this is not just Dion down. This is the whole staff. This is their message this week has been, we are Colorado, and let's show them what that means. Yeah. And if you look at the tape that Jake's talking about, and it's all over YouTube and Twitter, by the way, um, you, hear, you hear constantly them talking about, we have to defend him. We have to defend him. We have to show them. They love Deion Sanders. Yeah. His players, his players play very, very hard for him. And I, I think it is remarkable. All right. Time for a buck shot. Okay. And a big, big day at Bucked Up. Today is the 40% off sale at buckedup.com. I got the hookup this morning. Um, I was so concerned about buckshot selling out. I got a, I set an alarm for 3.30 this morning. Oh, okay. woke up and I bought my buckshot 40% off and I'm telling you it is absolutely a game changer <sighs> love it 200 milligrams of caffeine um, they have all of this brain food in here and every day I tell you quality ingredients that make really good products that simply do the job they say they do and I look at these buckshots and they lift your mood they give you mental energy, and they give you focus, and I love that. I missed it so much golfing yesterday. Got up this morning, had a really good workout this morning because I'm on the I'm on the collagen peptides. I'm on the the bucked up protein. I'm using their pre workout now. I'm a I'm an LFG workout pre workout guy. Love it, absolutely love it because it gets you going, and that's the thing I tell you. If you've ever been Thinking, man, maybe I'll try that buckshot. Maybe I'll try bucked up. Today's the day to do it, you guys. Because at buckedup.com, they don't do 40% off. You, you, you don't get that very often at bucked up. Nope. And when you look at this sale, you can go to their website right now and use the promo code 40 off. And when you use that promo code, it, it's going to show you the discount in the at checkout when you enter the code now this morning i noticed that they were running um they were running this sale and they had a few flavors and there it is blood raz and the variety pack is sold out again but you can get blue raz and you can get watermelon buckshot right now um and it's 29.95 um i i personally love it i will tell you that i spent a hundred uh, or $200, and I think my bill was 101 Like, I got a huge discount. Big time. Yeah, it's a it's a huge discount. Bucked ups, 40% off sale is not tomorrow. It's today. It's going on right now. 
Use the promo code 40OFF, buckedup.com. If you've ever been thinking about it, do it now. It is the sale of the day, and you can take advantage of it. Don't take my word for it, man. I'm telling you, their stuff is amazing. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, why are the distorted young women in their bras as the background? Well, it's fitness, dude. Yeah, it's a fitness brand. Yeah, Bucked Up is a fitness brand. So they're not in in bras. They're in sports bras. They're in training gear. Yeah. One of the major things that Bucked Up sells uh, is apparel. Yeah. So you know. Uh, let's see. Uh, Zapata says, I mean, people on this chat, including the hosts, want your opinion on my question. Okay. I don't. I what, 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 We get we a lot about? of comments, so I may have missed your question. Um, let's see. No immaculate. That's not what happened. Okay. What, what did we say? What's going on? I don't know. Let's see. I have to go back up and see what Immaculate said. In Colorado, if Colorado doesn't have res- uh, have to respect a run, they will shut down the pass. Okay, that's not controversial at all. Yeah, I would agree with that. You know. <laughs> I think that's why Colorado State struggles. I would agree with that. Cougar Track says hello. I don't know what the controversy is about. Steve says Dion won't have any problem until he plays someone with a great defense uh, next week. Oregon. Yeah. Let's see. And and it's not the defense of the other team. It's Prime's defense. His his defensive line, and I think he even mentioned their linebackers today as a weakness, that he needs better linebackers and better defensive line play. Yeah. Because they can't stop the run. You can run. You can run all over them. You can run all over them. There's there is. No doubt about it. No, like it is absolutely their weakness. Uh, Daniel Dixon, Colorado State QB, will likely be on his back most of the time, which would really be unfortunate. And they they run two quarterbacks. Um, Clay Millen is probably the better of the two throwers, uh, but Fowler Nicolsi is is it's not like he's he's terrible. But they combined for 320 yards and two touchdowns against Washington State. And Washington State's secondary is not nearly as good as Colorado. Mm -hmm. So I expect a a lesser performance. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Zapata, immaculate. Why is it so difficult to say Coach Prime? I don't, you know, I don't know. Um, uh, Space Explorer says, get bucked up. You should... You should absolutely get bucked up. Do it. Um, let's see. Who else? Because we also had to get to a couple other games. Jeff Wibberthur says, uh, I'm a buckshot. I'm 40. So see what he did there? That was a that was a Mike Gundy reference uh, in terms of his speech all those years ago, you know. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm a man. You know, he's, he's saying, you know, I'm bucked up. I'm a man. I'm 40. It, it all kind of works together and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Maury Alvarez makes a great point. You don't speak out like that and then pull the throttle halfway through the game. I kind of agree with that, yeah, man. I think so. Uh, but but I'm also with you. Dude, you're going to look like an idiot if you're five minutes left in the third and all of a sudden Shador gets popped. Yeah. Like, that's the tough part. Yeah. And, yeah, by the way, we do American Hero. I love Buckshot because it works. I I play better golf and Sunday I'll be up at Canyons playing golf by myself if somebody wants to come and play uh when I when I hit the buck shot at the turn I play much better yeah it's not even it's not even close it is not even close so yeah American hero I love the buck shot I love everything from bucked up because it works because it works that's why we asked him to partner with us 
because we use their product. And it just, my wife, I, I, she will tell you, her triathlon performance was absolutely assisted by Bucked Up, no doubt. James, Colorado's second string QB is better than CSU starting QB. Colorado 51, CSU 14. It very well could be. Mike Smith, you can't say Coach Prime because you hate Dion and America rolls its eyes. How does anybody hate Dion? That's that this to is, me the is thing. crazy. Yeah. This is the thing I don't understand. And if you do hate Dion or you dislike Coach Prime, whatever it is, let's talk about that openly for, for the next five minutes. Help me understand what it is about Deion Sanders you don't like. Because I think he's what's right. Like the money he has made Colorado, the money he's made his kids, um, the money, and when I say his kids, hit the guys that play on his team, the money he's made Travis Hunter, the money he's made Shador Sanders. I mean, the NIL money that's come in there, the sponsorship money that's come in there. What is it about Deion Sanders you don't like? Because I don't understand it. Uh, that's what I struggle with. Yeah. I don't understand. What, what, what are we, what are we, what is it that he needs to do different? That's the question. American Hero says, I'm afraid I'll get addicted. <laughs> to Buckshot, you mean? Uh, don't be afraid. It's all good. And, and I don't, I, it's not. It's not really an addiction. Yeah, it's thing. not really an addiction thing, man. I, I I think that buckshot is the reason I like buckshot so much. There's a couple of reasons. Number one, it's quick, right? So you, you notice that like with a, um, a Miami energy drink, right? Or like they're like bucked up center drink. That's going to take you, you know, 10, 15 minutes probably to drink that in its entirety, depending on how you like to drink your stuff. Whereas with this, like on the golf course, as an example, or I could easily see taking this while I'm snowboarding or, oh, yeah. you know, maybe at the gym or, you and know, whatever the small, case may be. So you can put it in your golf bag. You can put it in the, the pocket of your snowboard pants. You can, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it goes with you very easily. Yeah. And so that's, that's why I like it. Cause like, if you're like, if you live in, in Utah, let's say, just as an example, and you're going snowboarding or skiing, throw it in your, in your snowboarding jacket, the zipper pocket on the inside while you're on the chair, pop a buckshot, you're going to feel much better. Yeah. Like, it's going to wake you up, and you're going to ride better. So, like, that's why I like the product, because it's quick, it's easy, and it's mobile. Yeah, I agree. Buckshot is better than crack. Anything's better than crack. Chris says, I spent $135 with the discount. Great stuff. Nice. Let's go. Nice. Uh, Mike Smith, crack helps you lose weight quickly. <laughs> you guys. Uh, boss frog says, yes, they did outside of Hunter. The secondary struggled. Yes. Well, and it's because their linebackers do not cover because they, they struggle so much in the front seven to stop the run. You'll watch. If you watch in this game, you're going to see the Colorado linebackers and they might be different because Colorado state does not run the ball almost at all. But if you look at the way they play their linebacking court, they don't drop. They play very shallow to the line of scrimmage because they can't stop the run up front. They get moved up front, and those linebackers don't tackle well. It is truly, it is the one glaring weakness on this team is the run defense. Mm-hmm. Their offensive line is what it is. I don't think it's going to improve because they just don't think they're big enough and talented enough. Right. Colorado. So he's got to recruit and transfer portal up uh, up front on both. I would say it's on both lines. I I know people disagree with me on that, but, you know. Uh, hey, Tone, is it better than C4 and Lit, lit AF? Yeah, there is no question. 
I'm not a big C4 guy. I just I I think Buckshot's pre-workout, they have everything you need. They have a high stim, a no stim, like anything you want. If you struggle to get up in the morning, they have high, high stim. Mother Bucker is Yeah. That'll knock you over. That'll knock you oh, over. For real. Aaron Wilson, what's up, A dub? Uh Jeff, why are you upset about scantily clad women? Low T or what? Okay. Um, it is Friday on this show. We can feel it. Uh, Lewis did not have D-line on sale when Prime went there. Louis did not have a D. Well, there you go. Uh, Monty, tell Aaron Wilson that the sky isn't falling in Lubbock. I can't because it is. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. You better be out. Well, and Chuck is hurt this week. Mm. You better be out to prove a point against Tarleton State. I mean... You need to be looking for souls against Tarleton. Yeah. And I love Tarleton. I have a lot of respect for the brand. Small school that is coming for getting that eh whooped. That's all Tarleton is. Yeah. With all due respect, you're coming to Lubbock. You're coming to Jones AT&T. You, you, I don't want – I. do not make me come over there, Joey. Cause I will. Mm. This is a this is one of those games where you get back to feeling like you're a badass, because then you got to go to Morgantown, and the sky is falling in in Lubbock right now. The biggest the biggest question is I that I have, and again I just I just ask because I ask questions. Do you have a better quarterback on this roster than Tyler Shuck? <coughs> And will we find out the next two, three weeks? Because you should beat West Virginia. Avi, you should beat Tarleton. You should beat West Virginia. Houston is struggling. They lost to Rice. You better beat Houston. Mm -hmm. And you're better than Baylor currently today, although that game's not until October, what, 7th, I think? Yeah. You should not lose a game until you go to Manhattan. Let's just be a brute... Let's stop making excuses because it's Joey McGuire. And I love Joey, and I think it was a really ballsy hire, and the sky is falling in Lubbock. And, and you know where it's falling? Wherever Tyler Shuck is. Because he's let you down. He's the reason you're 0-2. Tell me I'm wrong. No, you're not. He did not do the job against Oregon. He certainly didn't do the job against Wyoming. And whoever, no, no. You're not, you know what, Bryce Martin, you're not going to bait me into losing my shit over Texas Tech. Hey, not whoever today, Whoever called sir. the zero blitz on the goal line is a complete jackass. See, I had stayed away from that. Well, I'm saying it for you, you know, because I'm your parrot. So I'm, you know, I'm just trying to fulfill my obligations on the show today. Whoever you, called parrot. that blitz is a complete jackass. So, you know, next comment, next comment. The sky is falling in Lubbock, and I'll fight you over it. I'll fight you over it. Boss Frog, Nickel State took the game tape and did the same thing to our secondary. And I, 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 TCU fan, I'm hoping that I'm right that this is an October-November football team. Damn well better be. I'm hoping I'm right that this is an October-November football team. But you're one and one, and now... You've got Houston. And the same thing.
for the boys in Lubbock. Let's just be real honest. Houston lost to Rice. They're going to be tuned up. Dana Holgerson is not a good loser. I think we all know that. Whether you want him fired in Houston or not, or whatever your thought on Dana is, okay, cool. Dana Holgerson's not a guy who takes kindly to losing to Rice, friends. They're going to be ready, and I'm telling you now, you're on the road, you're in Houston, we're going to find out who who Sonny Dyke's Horn Frogs are. Mm-hmm. We're going to find out who TCU is, because you better come looking for that air. You better be coming for frog legs, and you better be... Because Houston's looking for you. Will TCU have what it takes to overcome the, the anger that Houston's going to bring? I'd like to think so. But my biggest issue is I don't know who you are, man. I really don't know who you are. And I, I started the year by saying that Chandler Morris is that guy. And, man, I like Chandler Morris. And I did not like Chandler Morris against Colorado. I did, I did not. And I didn't, frankly, like Chandler Morris that much against Nichols. He's not special. He's not. He's let's. Okay. Let me, here, let me be the douchebag. He's not what Max Duggan is and he never will be. Okay. Let's just get that out there. Well, so, and I know people have been talking about that. I think that's. Sure. It's unfair. Sure. It's unfair. It's not nice, but that's sports. That's sports. If you're going to replace a guy that took a team to the college football playoff, you're that guy. There's going to be comparisons. We like, need to stop kicking field goals. Yeah. yeah. TCU, you should have scored 60, but you kicked too many field goals. I don't know. I could go – the Texas schools right now. Outside of Texas. Outside of UT. Houston, UTSA with that loss. Obviously, Texas Tech. Obviously, TCU. It's disappointing. We had really high hopes around here for what for what those schools were going to be. Yeah. And we have not seen that yet. And I hope we do. I really hope we do. Uh, John Teal for $2. As much as I'd like to see 100 rest up for Oregon, you're going to get pounded against Oregon. I don't... Do you it, think they're going to get beat badly? I think they're. I I think they'll lose to Oregon, hundred percent. I think they're going to. Uh, I think this is the one opponent. Yeah, because I I don't. We'll see against USC. I think Dion loves a shootout. You know the problem with Dan Lanning at Oregon? Is he there too, dude? Dan Lanning's an asshole. Yep. And he's the kind of asshole that likes to road grade you into the ground, and then when you're laying there almost dead and moaning. He wants to kick you in the face. He wants to make sure you die without teeth. That's who Dan Lanning as a football coach is. And I think that's what you're going to see Oregon's going to try and do to, to Colorado. Dan Lanning doesn't like Colorado. Dan Lanning doesn't care about Colorado. And he doesn't care if you're going to use his words as billboard material. He's going to try and kick your ass. Yeah. And guess what? He's going to kick the crap out of Colorado. Because you're not strong enough. You're not physical enough. And Bo Nix is a better quarterback than Shadour Sanders is. Mm. Because Bo Nix is a legitimate dual threat so far this season. He's throwing the ball well, and he wants to hurt you. Yeah, I think the thing, if Shador had the same tools that Bo did, I'd have a pretty big or hard time saying Bo Nix is better. But I think the problem for Shador in that game is going to be that 
that the offensive line hasn't seen what Oregon's got to offer. It is the physicality. Yeah. 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 That or Oregon's a physical team. And this is what I mean with this with this Colorado schedule. Right? Okay, cool. You're gonna beat up on Colorado State this week, but now the free ride's over, right? So now you're gonna be three and and now it's time to get your ass beat two weeks in a row. Because you're gonna you're gonna get blown out against SC in my opinion. I think that they will exploit that defense they will show you what it is and, i would agree with that and and i think that you need to keep it close against oregon meaning you need to not lose by 20 you need to lose by 10 7 you're gonna lose by three touchdowns to oregon well we'll see and only three touchdowns because you can score you've got phenomenal athletes and you have i think colorado one of the things nobody talks about with colorado um, is that one, they love football at 50. It's their favorite segment on the Monty Show. All the Buffaloes love it. But they're really well coached. How come nobody ever talks about that? Colorado's really well coached. Yeah. They are prepared. They're not caught by... Notice you rarely have seen so far... Like a guy way out of position. And what happens when a guy's way out of position? Well, we see we see some pretty tough talk on the sideline. And why do you get tough talk on the sideline? Because you know the player knows better. The Colorado Buffaloes are well coached. I would keep that in mind on Football 50, 10 of the hour, every hour. On the Monty Show, the biggest stories in football presented by TridayTrading.com. Again this morning, Kyle reached out to me and said, Monty... I've been hearing you say it. Don't want to go back to the office. Tired of not making the money. And you know what he said to me? Hey, my friends are going to Maui to support the island. And I'm not in a position to take my family to Maui. And that was what pushed me over the edge. And that's exactly what it is. What is going to push you over the edge? To go sign up for a $10, 30-day trial membership at Triday Trading. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there's something in your life you're unhappy with that money can fix. Credit card debt, student loan debt, not driving the car you want, not going on the vacations you want, not rocking the Jordans you want, whatever that might be, get it at TridayTrading.com. $10 membership. 30 days, and at the end of that 30 days, if it's not you, you walk away, no strings attached, TridayTrading.com. All right, a couple NFL stories. Did you guys see Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show today? Didn't say it, but essentially said, I'm going to try and get back for the NFL playoffs. Would you be stunned if torn Achilles Aaron Rodgers got back in any time in January, would you yeah. be shocked by yeah, that? Yeah, 100%. I think, I just think if you're the Jets, there's there's not a lot of reasons to rush him back. I, I, I think that, for me, I'd rather have one full season. Let's just say one full season. Maybe he's still got five years left in the league. But let's just say on this particular contract, I'd rather get my one full season healthy with Aaron Rodgers uh then hey let me rush you back uh have you pop your acl because you you had to rehab your ass off and then we don't even get uh 10 snaps out of you literally 
that's what I think is at risk. So, so yeah, do I think Aaron Rodgers is going to bust his ass and do everything he can do to get back to the playoffs? Absolutely, because that's his job right now. But I don't think if I was the Jets brass, I would not even play with this. I would understand and respect the fact this is a 39-year-old man who's been in the league yep. a long time. This is, and I know in, bat, in, in the NBA and basketball, guys get back and modern medicine and freaky athletes and stuff. But Aaron Rodgers referenced Kobe. And and I think it's a it's a very pointy and point uh, very like spot on point that hey when you tear your Achilles your knees take a beating and the, the next guy who comes back from an Achilles and tears his ACL won't be the last guy and if that happens to Aaron Rodgers that is the end of his career in my opinion. Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant, Kobe Bryant. Now that's basketball. Yeah. Different games, but I think. If you can get him back, absolutely you try to get him back for the playoffs. Because I think he makes that much difference and he is motivated. He talked about all the haters and all the doubters. If you haven't seen it, go watch it on YouTube. The Pat McAfee Show and his interview with Aaron Rodgers today was pretty good. Um, Jeremy Callahan says as a spectator. Mike Smith says the Jets in the playoffs? Jeff Woodward, you guys are haters. Uh, I'd be more stunned if the Nets make the playoffs. Okay. Uh, Aaron has an appointment with Dr. Strange. Uh, Steve says, uh, poke Aaron Rodgers with a fork. He's done. No, he's not done. I think Aaron Rodgers is he is as far away from retirement as he may have ever been. Yeah, and I think he's I, not retiring. I just think this rehab has to go well. Like I, I and that's why I say like I, you want him back, yes, of course. But I, I don't want eighty percent Aaron Rodgers rushing back because it's the playoffs. I want hundred percent. Hey, we're good to go. And if you do get hurt, we're not going to blame it on the Achilles. You just you got hurt. It is what it is. It right? is what it is. And, and and I think that's a place that Aaron Rodgers has to get to because again, you're totally right. If you watch that interview with Aaron Rodgers today, he's not retiring anytime no. soon. And and the guy's got the fire. He's got everything you want. Now again. I'm going to keep emphasizing this. I'm not an Aaron Rodgers guy, per se. I do think Hard Knocks helped fix his image, and I do think because Hard Knocks did that for him, a lot of people sympathize and empathize and want him to get better. So, yeah, I think it's good for the NFL when he gets back, but I just you, we need at least one season of full-time Aaron Rodgers at the helm in New York, and we're just we're not, we haven't had it yet. Uh, Joseph Harper makes a really good point. He says, uh, Aaron Rodgers starting a bucked-up regiment? He better. He should, dude. He better. He absolutely hit better. Football 50, 10 in the hour. Every hour presented by TridayTrading.com. 30-day, $10 trial membership that is a tax write-off because it's a tax donation. Uh, charity donation, which is a tax write-off, excuse me. Trust me when I say it. All of our listeners. We have a guy coming in town yeah. to go through the program. You can do it remotely. You can do it from wherever you are, anywhere in North America, Mexico, Canada, the United States. Hook it up, drydaytrading.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Oh, look at Katie Rader. I got my bucked up delivery sitting on my porch, Let's Monty. Let's go. go. Love it. Love it. Do you, uh, okay, who do you guys hate more, Aaron Rodgers or Coach Prime? Jeff Woodward says Aaron Rodgers uh, should wait until the Jets get an O-line before he comes back. Dude. You're Aaron fucking Rodgers. You're not wrong about that. Uh, Mike Smith, he's rehabbing in a dumpster with a magic raccoon. Okay. Um, See, people, 
people, you can always tell the long times on the show. <laughs> this is exclusive video of Aaron Rodgers coming out of his darkness retreat. There he is. <laughs> I would also remind you, take a look, take a look at the hole that he came out of. <laughs> what color is his darkness retreat shelter there? Mm. New York Jets green. I guess we should have known. We told I you. guess we should have known, Mike Smith. I love we, that show. We sh- <laughs> Mike Smith, God bless you for bringing that up. Uh, hey, Tong, Aaron Rodgers needs more peyote buttons. <laughs> That's right, T. <laughs> does Aaron Rodgers ever get away from it again? No. No, I don't think he does. Look at Lee Jensen. Just got a haircut from Jace. Boom. Thanks for the recommendation. Lee, Lee, bro, Lee, can you take a picture and, and send us a picture, please? I got, I got to see the work, dude. I got. I, I just want to see visual evidence. I want to see the proof. I don't doubt you, but I don't I'm doubt telling you, you Jay Taffa's ability is next level. We'll see. Um, you know. Let's see. X solid duck. Okay. Uh, Prime is a player. Great. Prime is a coach. WWE character. But is it fake wrestling when you're winning games? That's hard to get away from. Is he a hype machine? Yes. Is he a salesman? Yes. Is he a businessman? Absolutely. Is there anything wrong with that? I say no. Um, It's annoying. Is he still going to wear his WWE outfit when he loses by 50 to USC in Oregon? Feel the same way about Dabo. It's annoying. What WWE outfit? Yeah, I don't really understand the WWE reference, dude. Well, he's talking about being a character. Yeah, and but, he's talking about wearing a costume. And But here's the difference between WWE and what Dion's doing. WWE is a scripted, fake-ass wrestling entertainment product, and we all know it. Now, that doesn't mean it sucks. Stone Cold Steve Austin Stone uh, Cold. was incredible, right? All your favorite wrestlers were incredible. I'm not trying to even throw shade at WWE, but what this man is doing is real. It, it, it's tangible. He's making a difference. And what the heck was Jay Norvell thinking? I don't know. By the way, Jay Norvell is a visor guy, which also I thought oh added to God, the fire. Here we go. You're, oh, like, don't if you start. wear a visor, you don't are a start. douche, dude. Don't start. I, I'm not like don't whether it's start. whether it's Brian Kelly. You know, I think Dabo's been seen in a visor. Jay Norvell, like I, I'm not here. In no, in no, dude. We're Why not are you polls. hating on visor, dude? Guy. We're not doing polls today on whether a visor is a hat or not. Okay, I'm not here for that today. You want to? We can do that on food, but a visor is absolutely not a hat. Okay, it's just not. So. Don't roll into the comments with that, please. Why are you hating on why are you hating on Visor Guy? You're a douche. What did Visor Guy ever do to you? Because it's always Visor Guy who needs to roll up to the scene and talk a load of junk, even though he can't back it up. And excuse me, it's not a load of junk. He needs to talk his load of bull junk. Uh, you know, and he just can never back it up, and that's the problem. All right, the poll is posted. Uh, is a visor a hat? So far, a hundred percent say no. Yeah, dude, like I like like golf course guy who wears a, a visor. Is a visor a hat? I don't want to hear what? golf course guy who wears a visor talking about. Yeah, well, I have a chrome dome, so you know I got to put sunscreen on top here. Okay, come on, dude. I'm a ball cap guy. Yeah, there's Jay Norvell on ESPN wearing a like, visor. You're a douche. <laughs> like, come on, bro. When did you start hating on that guy's visor? Definitely guy? a douche. When did you 
you start hating on Visor guy? Visor guy's always been oh my just God. a douche. Come I, on, man. Come on. Come on. Why are you hating I'd on Visor guy? I'd rather you wear an obnoxious cowboy hat like Prime does than a Visor. Canyons Golf, the official golf course of the Monty Show. <laughs> Parkcitymountain.com. Click on activities. Click on golf. Book your uh, reservations now. Make a tee time. I'm telling you, man, there's no better staycation. Head up to Park City. Get a room. Play two rounds of golf at Canyons Golf. You will thank me. Canyons Golf right now, especially if you're a Utah resident, it's just $60 a round yeah. for resort-caliber golf in the beautiful mountains of Park City. Elevated tee boxes, unbelievable fairways, some really challenging greens. But, man, it is one of the most enjoyable courses I have ever played. And, again, I just say everything's green. I love that when you go up to Park City Mountain, you're always going to see, you know, moose, deer. You're going to see all kinds of elephants. It's elephants? All kind of Uh, animals. You won't see elephants. Are we clear on that? Where did elephants come from? I, I, I don't know, dude. I, I, I have no idea. I don't know either. Uh, but the point is, you're going to see moose. Marmots. Marmots. We we have seen some kind of cat up in the hill above the 18th green. I'm telling you, it's amazing. Parkcitymountain.com. Go book your golf at Canyons Golf. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Uh, main event. Hate is a strong word. Can't hate anyone you don't know personally. Well, we have a rule on the show. Yeah. In sports, you can hate Deion Sanders. When you meet him in life, you can't hate him unless he gives you a reason to. Let's consult the douche meeting. And I would tell you never hate people in real life. In sports, screw the Red Sox. I hate the Red Sox. Hey, Tom. Aaron Rodgers equals Carlos Castaneda, medicine man, inhabitant. Oh, what are you talking about, man? Okay, okay. Carrie Lee, I just ordered two more boxes of Buckshot Watermelon. Uh, on the took the Cavender Twins discount for today and saved a lot of money. Dude, use the promo code too. Yep, and their promo, I think it's Twins forty for the Cavender Twins. I like it. Uh, Tony Barber, Aaron Rodgers, a separate reality. Agreed. Certainly. Um, I'll send pictures when I get home. Lee Jensen Let's go, says, Lee. absolutely. CB ten four. Monty Jake is the lane thing overblown. The Lane Kiffin lane train. There's a lawsuit at Old Miss. I don't know if it's overblown. I think we walk a very thin line when we're insulting or saying it's overblown. Mm-hmm. The lawsuit at Old Miss, it is not. So you have a former football player that is accusing. Old Miss of mishandling his mental health. And there are alleged comments from Kiffin about college football being a job, which is not going to help the case. Um, you, <laughs> Rollins told Kiffin he informed the strength and conditioning coach he was going to take a mental break which is why he hadn't shown up to the team for two weeks, this kid. And I didn't mean to use his name. I apologize. The lawsuit alleges that Kiffin told him he was off the team. Go. Go and guess what? We can kick you off the team, so go read your effing rights about mental health. We can kick you off the team for not showing up when the head coach asked to meet with you and you don't show up for weeks. Okay, we can remove you from the team. 
I don't know where, and I'm I'm wide open to where you guys come down on this. Lane Kiffin and every other coach in this country tend to be tone deaf on things like, hey, I need a break. If this quote is actually true, and I am approaching this with a level of skepticism that I approach every lawsuit with, this is no different than the lawsuit in the NFL I think it's Jim Trotter suing the NFL where he quoted Jerry Jones. Mm-hmm. It's no different than that. But if these, if we are to believe that this quote is true, Lane Kiffin's tone deaf. Mental health is nothing to be trifled with. Yeah, I I look at uh, this this particular one. Like he said a lot of things allegedly, allegedly in, in this in this suit. But like you're you're accusing him of saying, so I don't give an f what your mom says, okay? Or what you think is the real effing world. You show up to work and then you say, hey, I have mental issues. I can't do anything for two weeks, but if you change my position, I won't have mental issues. I guarantee if we effing called you in and said you're playing defense, would you have mental issues? Part of the issue is this kid was an offensive lineman and he wanted to be a defensive tackle. If memory serves right. Yeah. Is, yeah. is it overblown? I don't know. If you're this kid, is it overblown? I'm not going to judge this kid and say he's making shit up to help his case. I just don't believe we should be doing that. When it's mental health, I think it's never overblown. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. Is Lane Kiffin any different than Pervin Liar? No. I know multiple Pervin Liar players who have told me that he routinely threatens to pull your scholarship. But guess what? So does every other coach. Hey, hey, you're, 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 you know, like one of the, one of a college football player that I know pretty well was telling me that his coach had the strength and kitchen conditioning coach running behind him on a side field because the kid was injured. And the strength and conditioning coach was yelling at him, talking about how poor this kid's mom was. And he was not going to be able to afford school, so they were looking forward to kicking him off the team. That's you. That's not an uncommon tactic. It's it's simply not. It is what it is. Yeah. It's tone deaf. It's insensitive on some level, but it's the game of football. If you're not good enough, they're not going to go easy on you. They're going to go harder on you because yeah. they want you to quit. It, it, you look at every major program in this country, guys. They're going to turn over the bottom 25% of their roster every year because if they don't, they won't win. Deion Sanders, that speech that Deion gave, the, you know, I'm coming and it's Louie, that speech happens every year in pretty much every, every team meeting. We don't want you here. You're gone. We're going to turn this over. Hey, how many times are we going to hear a lot of you guys aren't going to be here next year? Every, every, every football meeting. Yeah. Dion's Dion, so it gets more press. It just it is what it is. Lane Kiffin, and how do I say this nicely? Lane Kiffin's not a humanitarian as a football coach. He's a great dude in person. Having talked to him several times, like Lane Kiffin's a good dude in person. As a football coach, he's a red ass. He just is. Yeah. All he cares about is winning. That's it. That is it. 
He does not care about anything else. It is what it is, man. And that's college football. So is it over Brown, CB? I, I don't know. I think it's, I believe a, a lot of it. I believe a lot of it. But it is what it is. It's just my opinion, you know. Um, yeah, is what it is. Uh, let's see. Aaron Wilson, everyone can hate the University of Texas. <laughs> Spoken like a man in Lubbock. Uh, big bad brass balls. Hey, guys, people generally hate it when someone stands up and shows how good they are and backs it up. People don't like being reminded they, they should be better. Well, well, that's facts, dude. You are not wrong. You are exactly right about that. Thank facts. you for the $5 balls. Uh, Matt Ritson, how about Stetson University nickname Hatter? Couldn't tell you if that's the case or not. Uh, <laughs> I hope Is that really what Stetson University's nickname is, is Hatter? I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, David C., go play intramuros, brother. Dude? Yeah, but I think that's... Dude, it's exact. No, it's exactly... that. You don't remember that probably. You were, you were very young. That's Dan Hawkins. And Hawkins was the coach at Colorado. Mm-hmm. And what was his point there? It's Division One football, man. It's Division One football! If it's too hard, go play intramurals. Go play intramurals, brother. Every football team has this conversation. Every one of them. Yeah, I think the difference, though, is that is that this kid is alleging he had mental health issues. And that's why they kicked him off the team. Not because he wasn't good. Not because he couldn't cut it. I would but agree. But because he had mental health issues and things he was dealing with. And they were not accepting of those. And so I think you get into this situation where, hey, he's suing Lane and, and the team or whatever. And, you know, you're just – it's it's a difficult situation, man. I, I It screams of, hey, it's probably going to get settled out of court, you know, because they – you know, allegedly have transcripts from meetings. Like, Lane Kiffin's not going to be testifying in court about a kid who's suing the school. Like, Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. It, it, yeah, you know what, OG Gary, I don't disagree. Everybody sues nowadays. Everybody sues nowadays. Uh, Coogs Johnson, Monty, I still can't believe you called Washington State the bottom feeder of the Pac-12. They are. It is, uh, in, it, it is inarguably the worst run athletic department in the conference most years yeah and i i am never going to back off of that never going to kirk schultz should have nothing to do with athletics he's a wonderful academic administrator he is terrible at managing athletics yeah let your athletic director handle athletics man bottom line it like let him handle it it, it just is mm. Uh, Joey B. Monty, buckshot, watermelon, a driver in hand, a cougar pouring cocktails greenside. The canyons is nice. Dude, I'm telling you. Joey. I'm trying. I like I evangelize, dude. Sing the song, man. It's it is facts. It is facts. It, absolutely. Uh I love canyons. I probably more than most. Washington State is dead last. They in huge debt and don't make any money. No poll, no market. Because and it, it's garbage. And it doesn't have to be that way. It does not have to be that way. And I understand, listen, Coog Johnson, Coogs Johnson, I understand you're, uh, you're a Wazoo guy. I get it. That doesn't change the reality. You're one of the worst-run athletic departments in the country. Yeah. You are facing significant litigation. You had a staff revolt threaten to sit in on Kurt Schultz 
because of the the blank check that he has in athletics mm-hmm. to the point where that threat of a sit-in had him release a, a, a spending and hiring freeze in athletics until they could until they could do a full internal audit of spending. Yeah. It's a horribly run program. Horribly run program. Has almost nothing to do with on-field performance, frankly. Al- almost nothing. I mean, we I think we've talked about we've talked about Cam Ward, we've talked like nobody has a problem with the football program. It's the athletic department. That's the issue. It it is it it Kirk Schultz needs to get out of athletics, period. Done. End of story. Yeah. Get the hell away from it. Let Pat Chun do his job. Let let that staff that you hired run their athletic department. The problem is you didn't do that. And now you're in a position where you've got your hat in your hand and you're trying to throw up last salvos to save your your viability as a as an athletic department. And it, it may in the short term, but I, yeah, don't get me started. Don't get me started, please. Um, let's see. Where are you guys at? Uh, two words, Kirk Schultz, exactly. <laughs> uh, Washington State, probably fifth or sixth in the Pac-12. I, 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 I don't necessarily dislike what the direction that you're going. We're not talking about football, dude. We're talking about. So the issue is, is that everything else, but what happens on the field? Nobody cares what you do on the football field, man. You're not relevant. Like, listen, I understand, you know, you've got a good offense. You've got a good quarterback. Like you can do some things, but you're not a college football playoff team. You're not in any danger of winning the conference. Like you're, you're not that guy. You are the guy that puts on an entertaining football game. I'll say that. You want to you watch a shootout? You want to watch a game that goes up and down? Yeah, Wazoo's your cup of tea. But but we when we said, hey, Wazoo is a bottom feeder in the Pac-12, we weren't saying it because of their football program. We're saying it because of their athletic department or lack thereof. In general. Like, it's not – this isn't hard to understand. And, and I, I – I, I, I hate talking about Washington State for this reason. I, yeah. I just I think we're you're in this position where you and this guy the, this football guy I know that's watching the show is texting me right now about the embarrassment that Washington State is, and it's one of those things where you can't you can't take back the words and the spin that Kirk Schultz put out there during Pac-12 realignment. Yeah, yeah. And, and I don't care. It doesn't even matter how many games Jake wins this year, like Jake Dickert wins this year. It doesn't matter. Because what's going to happen next year? You don't know. And why don't you know? Because Kirk Schultz is a terrible administrator. Okay. On to the next. Can we talk football, please? Here on the Monty Show, presented by our good friends at The Advocates, theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business, where you never pay a penny. Do you hear what I said? You never pay a penny to work with The Advocates. The advocates are never going to ask you, hey, you're going to need to scratch me a check. No, because at the advocates, you don't pay unless and until they win your case. You you are represented by the advocates. You worry about getting healthy. You worry about getting back to work. You worry about all of the things in your life that you can control. The advocates will handle everything with your case. Then when they win your case, they're going to cut you a check. It's that simple. Theadvocates.com. Chat with an attorney right now, live online for zero 
dollars. Um, the best thing you boys did for me was the intro to intro to Bucked Up. Well, I'm I am thrilled to hear that. Love it. I, I'm telling you guys today, and the reason everybody's talking about Bucked Up in the comment section today, forty percent off all day long at BuckedUp.com. Forty off is the code you need to know. Forty off. No conference commissioner Gumby. Dion is not Team Red Sauce. No, nah, dude. He is not Team Red Sauce. You know. Uh, Joey B, Monty, how many Cougars you see on the course at Canyons? They drive BMWs or Range Rovers? Dude, there was a fire BMW mm. M5 up there last weekend. Mm. It was awesome. That's right, T. Uh, all right, let's, let's talk a little Big 12 because there's a couple of matchups I really like. Uh, outside of Colorado, Colorado State. Um, which, again, I think Colorado State covers. I'm struggling with the 63. I'm not ready to commit to 63. I think I have to go win cover under on Colorado. You yeah, have some finality you know, on that? Uh, you know, my instincts tell me to take over because I think garbage time will be plentiful in this game. I think that Colorado... It's going to put up 50 and three quarters, and then you're probably going to get 10 minutes of it doesn't matter slash garbage time. And in that time, Colorado State might be able to push this thing over. So to me, like they may score an early touchdown. You know, we may be 35 to seven going to half. And then, you know, Colorado throws up 50 before the third quarter is over. And then Colorado State finishes with a couple of field goals or something. So I'm, I'm going to win cover over. I, I do I like think it, it goes over. Uh, by the way, uh, to finish the poll, because it's over 100 votes now. Oh, yeah. A visor is n- is not a hat by 52%. <laughs> That's really close. 119 votes, 52% said no, a visor is not a hat. Good, good, good. 47% said it was. No. Uh, I am going to take Colorado wing cover under. I think it's going to be really close. Yeah. Uh, Alabama rolled sad. Did you guys hear the news? Alabama at South Florida, three thirty mm-hmm. ABC minus thirty three points, coming off of a loss. Apparently, someone out there still respects the old Sabinator. Uh, your take. Uh, this is not difficult. Your this is win, no cover for Bama, and it goes over the sixty one. You're not beating South Florida by thirty three, but. No. You'll score a lot of points because Notre Dame, our mother, has now arrived in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. Jalen Milrow benched for Tyler Buckner. Um, for those of you who don't know, Tyler Buckner is a Notre Dame transfer. Notre Dame, our mother. Tommy Reese, the offensive coordinator at Alabama, came from Notre Dame, our mother. Yeah. Pray for Alabama. Yeah. Um, I love this move. I think it's really interesting that Yesterday, again, on the Pat McAfee show, because apparently who's not on the Pat McAfee show these Mm -hmm. days? Uh, Nick Saban. Nick Saban. Mm -hmm. uh, Said that adversity is what what defines you. It's where you learn. And I love that. I love that. Yeah. And I think this this is that proving point. But I think there's a point to be made about Nick Saban. Listen to this from the Nick Saban radio show. Listen to Nick Saban trolling a caller last night. Coach, how are you, sir? Well, Pee Wee, I've been wanting to talk to you all week, man. I mean, we got to firm up the pocket. <laughs> We're setting too soft. We're getting pushed back in the middle. All right, everybody thinks we can't hold up against the blitz, but they're sacking us with four-man rush, one three-man rush. Only one sack came off of a pressure, so I wanted to ask you what the hell's going on. 
<laughs> well, I believe you covered it all right there, Coach. <laughs> it's well done. Come on. Bro, how good is that? It's well done. I think this loss to Texas last week is going to ultimately be very good for Nick Saban in Alabama. And I say that because I look at Nick Saban, and it would be easy to shrink to the pressure of being the head coach at Alabama. But he's not the head coach at Alabama. He's just a football coach. And I think when you look at this move to Tyler Buckner, I think this is exactly the right time and the right place. And the relationship between Tommy Reese, the offensive coordinator at Alabama, and Buckner, the transfer quarterback, who's just a sophomore, I would remind you, is really important here. But you know what else is important? Jalen Milrow had a chance to take this team over and showed few flashes. He showed some, but not enough. And ultimately, he was the reason that Texas won that football game. And I think Nick Saban saw that, and Nick Saban took action. And I think you have to tip your cap to Coach Saban for that because there's been all this talk about whether or not Nick Saban's done as a football coach. Is Nick Saban shrinking? Is Nick Saban no longer able to do the job? Well, what this tells me is Nick Saban's doing the job. He's making adjustments, and he's got an offensive coordinator in Tommy Reese that, frankly, has to prove that he can perform at this level. And this is his chance to do that. He's familiar with this quarterback. He knows this quarterback's limitations and strengths. I would look for Alabama to come out and have a very strong offensive performance at South Florida tomorrow afternoon. The question, again, I don't think there's any doubt Alabama wins this game. I, I just have no idea how they cover a 33-point number. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that, you know, covering this week is, yeah, a big ask. But I think that, you know, this Tyler Buckner move is smart. I, I, I think you need a guy back there who's a pocket passer, can get your wide receivers more involved, uh, and has more experience, frankly. It's not a question. Like, I don't have any doubt that Jalen Milrow is, has the potential in him. His ceiling is higher than Buckner's. The problem is we're not talking about two seasons from now, right? We're talking about right now. And so, hey, if we want to say Nick Saban made a mistake giving Jalen Milrow the nod, okay, cool. He made a mistake there. But ultimately, Tyler Buckner's got to come out here, and I don't care who his OC is. He's got to come out here, and he's got to complete passes at a high rate. I, I need 60-something percent completion for this offense because once that, start ha- once that starts happening, you're going to see rhythm in this offense. I felt like against Texas, Alabama was very sort of all over the place offensively because they had a freshman at quarterback who was running his ass off because he's this big athletic freak that can move and can do things with his legs. And I'm not saying Tyler Buckner is a statue, certainly, but Tyler Buckner is much more of a traditional guy. You want to stand in the pocket, deliver the football, lead the offense, and run when you have to. And and I think that's why this is a smart move. You need to calm the seas here, bring some reliability at the quarterback position, and, and make it so that the quarterback issue, if you will, isn't number one on your list. Let's talk about running the football. Let's talk about our D-line. Let's talk about the fact that our safeties got beat like a drum last week. Let's talk about the fact that a Nick Saban football team has not, through two weeks, been able to show that they can pressure a quarterback. Yes. Because they did not get to Quinn Ewers. Yes. And the other thing I would remind you of, the last true group of five road game that Alabama played, does anybody remember that game? It was November 29th, 2003, and they lost at Hawaii. <coughs> <laughs> That's not happening this Saturday, my no. friends. 
because I think this defense is going to be the superstar of this game. Alabama's out to prove a point. I think Tyler Buckner's going to do that for the offense, and I think this defense is going to come and lay some wood. Yeah, I love the idea of Alabama dominating this game. I can't see them winning by 33 points, though. It's a lot. It's Tampa. It's hot. You're going to sweat your balls off. I think this is a win and an over, and I think Alabama reestablishes itself going into conference play. Yeah, and I, and I, and I think if you can do that, um, you know, you're you're in a much better place. I mean, I I, I think that already because you have the loss, the the college football playoff is slipping from you. Obviously, you can't lose again if you have any hope of getting in. Yep. Um, but, but yeah, don't, don't forget what a week from now is. Mm-hmm. Lane train, Ole Miss. And we're going to find out if your defense is better than it was against Quinn Ewers. Because if you haven't been watching Jackson Dart at Ole Miss, my man's a gunslinger. And they are throwing the football all over the place. Have they had some struggles? Yeah, they have. But Ole Miss is not laying down for anybody. And if you think Lane Train's not going to have Ole Miss ready to go for the Bama game, you're crazy. Yeah. They're going to roll USF. They won't be by 33. What are your thoughts on... Um, on Buckner, what are your thoughts on Nick Saban? Uh, where do you guys see this line going? Uh, Roundabout says, fortunate for uh, Bammer, they live in a pretty hot weather too. Yeah, but, man. That Florida humidity that is That Florida bro. humidity is just different. It's just different. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, I'd split series between uh, two against uh, South Florida. Jeremy, I think that's a really dangerous game to play because it's not week one anymore. It's not fall ball. It's not spring ball. It's Ole Miss is a week from now. Tyler Buckner's your guy for the rest of the year until he's not. Yeah. And I think Jalen Milrow showed you he's just not ready. He's not developed enough to understand what defenses are trying to do to him. He got beat multiple times because he couldn't, he couldn't understand what the defense was doing. And, yes, I agree. Texas's defense is the best defense we've seen this year. I don't have any doubt about that. Jalen Milrow wasn't ready for that. Mm-hmm. Would Tyler Buckner have fared better? Probably. Would they have won the game? Probably not. Texas was better. That's not going to happen in Tampa tomorrow afternoon. So I don't know that I could split that. Uh, they put Milrow in almost impossible first start. Needs to salvage some of his confidence. And South Florida sucks. They don't suck. I, 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 Jeremy, you and I are, are, are pretty much 180 on this game. We disagree. I don't think South Florida sucks. No. I think South Florida is, is South Florida a very good football team? They're not. They're solid. Should Alabama beat them by 21? Yeah, they they should. Yes. Should Tyler Buckner throw for 300 yards? Yeah, he should. But there's a couple of storylines that I think this take from Jeremy really point at. Can Alabama pressure the quarterback? Can Alabama find a breakout star at wide receiver now that you have a guy who can throw the football? Because I think those two things, when's the last time that we saw an Alabama offense have nothing at wide receiver? And we thought they were light last year. Yeah. What do they have this year? Yeah, you don't have a single big name right now. I think that's a huge problem. I also think part of that, though, is that you were awful on offense last week. You looked like Mm. a mess. Yeah, I I don't disagree with that. I just don't buy, I don't buy South Florida sucks. And I understand, I understand that South Florida is not a world beater, but I'm telling you, you and their schedule's not going to bear anything out. It's not. 
I mean, the American is is not a great league. You look at you. Everybody's like, oh, UConn's going to win the world. No, well, it turns out they're not. Turns out they're not. Yeah, that league is just okay. South Florida is not some juggernaut. They're no SMU. Boy. But, but they'll do. <laughs> I guess we just disagree on it. Bryce Martin, there's no QB on that roster that can make up for the atrocious pass blocking. Yeah. Joey, Joey B, 45-13 Alabama. Okay. Okay. Cougar tracks. I hope that Alabama QB can run. <laughs> there is something in that. Jake and I were watching that game last week just – they had some really bad blitz pickups. I agree with that, but at the same time, this is why I like this Buckner move because, again, yes, Buckner's not nearly the athlete that Milrow is. At the same time, mentally, Buckner is superior. He understands, okay, at least this is what the defense trying to do to me, and this is where my emergency button is if the pass ru- or if the pass blocking sucks, if I get pressure. Yes. So, hopefully. You know, instead of taking sacks or, hey, I'm going to run my ass off to the flat because I have no idea where I want to throw it, hopefully you can mitigate, you know, half of those. And half of those turn into two-yard gains. Yeah, I, I mm, we'll see. Any, um, the Notre Dame transfer can spin the ball, but guess what? Alabama has zero wide receivers that are good. We'll find out. But I don't think we know that yet. I don't think we can definitively say that. Do they have the stars they had the last few years? No. That doesn't mean they don't have talent at wide receiver. That talent just needs to be fed the ball at a more efficient rate. Coogs Johnson is still talking Washington State in the comment section. Only K-State has as many top 10 seasons as Washington State. So you're one of these guys. I thought it was SMU and San Diego State that had... Nobody cares. Coogs, you're irrelevant. Nobody... Listen... Listen, dude, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings here. Not at all. You need to understand that we're not talking about the football program. We're talking about the athletic department and the lack of health it has. Dude, you're $70 million in debt. You're not fixing that by winning football games. You're fixing that by firing Kirk Schultz and moving on. How do you overcome Spokane, Washington, and Pullman, Washington? You know how you do that? You win national championships or compete for them. And Washington State doesn't do that. So if we want to get brass tacks on Washington State, you're not Gonzaga. No. You're not overcoming your location. You have a very small market. Your president's not well-liked across the country. Your athletic department is underwater. Cool that you're on par with OK State. Neat. Congratulations. What's the difference between you and K State? Uh, yeah, that's right. K-State has the opportunity to go to college football playoff. K-State has, has respect. They've earned respect. <laughs> like, Cougs, yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to hate, man. It's just the reality of it. Jeff Woodworth, who wins between USF and the University of Dallas? You mean TCU? <laughs> or Texas? I, th- I think that was, uh, I think that was uh, SMU reference it, there. It was. Yeah. Uh, the eye patch. Give Alabama a few years of being average before you get uh, before you bet against them. Truth, truth. Gary Wolf. Um, it sucks to be South Florida drawing Bama and Saban's wrath the week after they lost to Texas. Oh, that was not accidental. No. Um, let's see. Jeremy Callahan. Uh, what they really need is Bill Buckner to step up at QB. <laughs> well, at least the ball can't go through his legs. Uh, Daniel Dixon, 
What happens if Alabama gets upset? Oh, Monday's not going to be fun. Monday will not be fun. Alex Rea, how does Bama have no QB wide receiver O-line? It's, I don't think that they don't have an O-line. I think they don't have experienced quarterbacks, wide receivers, and O-line. You're in this, you're riding the wave. And Nick Saban, Nick Saban needs a, a, an aggressive offseason in the portal. Yeah. It when is the, what it is. When the portal opens, what is it, in November or wherever, whenever, you need to be aggressive. Yeah. You need to be aggressive. I mean, it, it really is that simple. Why? You know, you notice this, this thing about Alabama. Oh, they don't have anybody. Alabama. They, they don't have anybody. Well, they don't have anybody by the standard of winning a national championship. That's what needs to be said here. Hey, the standard is winning a national championship at Alabama. They're not as good as – who are the best teams in the country right now? Georgia. Okay, they're not as good as Georgia. They're not as good as Texas. And, yeah. again, I know you can all hate on me for saying it. I think Texas could be the best team in the country. Mm-hmm. They're not as good as Texas. They're not as good as Georgia. Florida State. Florida State is very good. I think if I was making an AP ballot, I'd probably have Florida State third. Because I think I would have Texas number one. And I think I could probably make a case for... I'm not a Georgia believer. Right. I haven't seen... When you play the shit that they're... Excuse my French. When you play the lazy-ass schedule that they're playing, (laughs) their schedule sucks. Yeah. When you play that poor of a schedule... When you have the off-field issues they have, I think there's complacency in that program right now. Yes. Yes. I probably would say, hey, Texas number one. I'm not ready to put Florida State like – because you put somebody one, two, they're the best team in the country. Yeah. So I would keep Georgia two, Florida State three, and I think I would put SC four. I, I think Oregon's probably five. I mean, are, is Alabama better than any of those teams? No, not right now. Not right now. No, not right now. I, I, I don't think so. And I look at the, I look at the Big Twelve, and I think Texas is by far the best team in this conference. Not even close. But I look at the Pac-12, and I, I, I say to myself, okay, well, who's the best team in the Pac-12? I don't know. I, I can honestly sit here right now and tell you. I don't know who the best team in the Pac-12 is. I I think it's SC. I, <sighs> I just think that offense is superior. Dude, the defense at Oregon, holy camoly. Yeah. I, I mean, they, they are – now, Grant, they, what are they, Portland yeah, State? They Texas Tech was a shootout. Yeah, Texas Tech was a shootout. But they won 81-7 to against Portland. Yeah. Who are we kidding? And this week they've got Hawaii before they play and- Colorado. So we won't know Oregon. I don't think we know Oregon until October 14th at Washington. No, I think we'll know Oregon against Colorado. And I'm not saying that because eh. I think Colorado's so good. I, I, I think that... Okay, who's better, Colorado or Texas Tech? Colorado is better than Texas Tech. Absolutely. Colorado's beaten Nebraska and TCU. Dude, come on. You're not serious. Well, I'm weighing in my Dude, head because I, I, I have never considered... The, well, the record... Well, I think it matters. They I, I, t- right, it... Sure, but look at who they've played. The Wyoming game, okay. I can almost write that off on the road, elevation. Okay, the problem is your quarterback was for shite against Oregon, and you still almost won the game. Yeah, but I could make an argument that you probably should still have probably won the game. 
right? Like, I think I could probably make that argument and not, not many people would question me for it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to make arguments for Colorado. He played two power five programs and he dominated both of them. Yeah, but they can't stop the run at all. And I still maintain that they have one, one corner. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that's close. I think that's close. I think Oregon is – I think I would put Oregon four, and then we, we're – you know the other problem here, you guys? We have no idea who Michigan is. They're playing nobody. Well, I, their season's over nobody. because Jimmy Pooh is, you know, is, Jimmy is, Poo. is you know, you know, suspended for a self-imposed three games, you know, so that defense isn't exactly stellar right now. Look, the khaki cock is not somebody that – Yeah, it's not somebody that should be trifled. Yeah, whatever, dude. Um, Michigan is playing Bowling Green this week. Mm. Waves in opposition. I mean, their strength of schedule. My God. East Carolina, UNLV, Bowling Ooh, Green, Rutgers. Man, I Rutgers, don't know how they're going to survive, dude. Nebraska, Minnesota. Indiana, they don't play anybody until November. They will be undefeated going to Happy Valley. Mm. I have no idea who they are. I'm not willing to put – I'm not willing to put – Michigan is the best team in the country. No. When we don't know who you are, you're not going to be tested until Penn State. And if you are tested before Penn State, now we know you're not as good as you say you are. Well, and Michigan fans are going to be like, well, dude, you know, Clemson plays a soft schedule. Florida State, Roll Tide, Georgia, they all play soft schedules. The problem is Georgia's got back-to-back national championships hanging on the wall. That's my point. And Georgia plays an SEC schedule. And the other thing that that I will say about the Big Ten is, has has Ohio State been that dude? Has Ohio State been that dude yet? Because I'm here to make the argument they haven't been that dude. Yeah. And I will continue to run this out the rest of this season. That's a two-team league. Mm -hmm. And right now I think it may be a one-team league with Michigan. And my need to know, how focused is Jim Harbaugh? How focused is he? I don't know the answer to that question. And we won't find out until November 11th. Yeah. So how good can we really know that they are? This league is a pretender, man. The the Big Ten, and I always hear, well, hey, man, Iowa fan here checking in. <laughs> Hawkeye buddy boy. Let me just explain to you. The Big Ten is the most overrated league in the country. Mm-hmm. Period. The ACC is not overrated. Clemson's got national championships. The SEC's not overrated. Georgia's gone back to back, and Alabama is Alabama. Fast. Lane trains, lane train. Like, yeah, good. You want to know about you want to know about overrated? Anybody paying attention to Tennessee, Florida this weekend? Nope. I mean, I, listen. There's no question the Big Twelve's the best football league today. I think it's a Pac-12. I think when we get to the end of the season, I think it'll be the Big 12. Yeah. And I think the hammer's going to be Texas is going to – Texas isn't going to lose for a little bit. Texas, the, the hype hasn't even begun with Texas. No. Nope. I think the Big 12 will be. The Pac-12 is. I think the SEC and the Big 10 are overrated. I know the Big Ten's overrated. Yeah, I mean, I I think that the the problem for the Big Ten is yeah, like you said, I mean, you're you're one or two teams, and I, in realignment, and I think help you're that. one. And we're exact. We're and we're talking about one. We're talking about the yeah. rest of this football season. Yeah, you know, realignment's going to help that. I, I I think that. I don't know the whole the whole Colorado Texas Tech thing. 
I think Texas Tech is better marginally. I just don't know how you can say that. I don't know. You're you're saying that based on them almost winning a game or almost. barely losing a game. No, like, I, because I watched every snap of that game in Oregon State, or excuse me, Texas Tech had multiple chances to win that game over Oregon. Multiple chances. On the road, in Lubbock, Tortilla Land, pew, pew, and just still have a quarterback who shouldn't be the starting quarterback at Texas Tech. Yeah. And, Joey, I'm looking at you because it's, it's, it's time you start to recognize that Tyler Shuck's not the guy to carry the team. With all due respect. And let's find out who Texas Tech is without Tyler Shuck. Let's see how far UCF falls without their, their guy. Right? Without, without JRP in the lineup, let's see how far. Because my feeling is Texas Tech isn't going to fall that far. Mm-hmm. I, I I am that's total assumption. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I think there is no doubt in my mind that Oregon's good. And I mean good, good. They're going I I, I maintain they're gonna thump Colorado by twenty one. Because Colorado cannot stop you guys. Any of us, you can be the starting running back at Oregon and you'll run for a hundred on Colorado. They they cannot stop the run. They can't, and you have to bring the linebackers up. So Bo Nix is really good, ten to fifteen yards out. That's how you beat Colorado. I know rocket science, Uncle Monty over here, Coach Prime Monty. Mm-hmm. That's how you beat Colorado. Um, Conference Commissioner Gummy, my Bologna has a first name. It's O H I O S T A T E C the Ohio State. Um, Ohio State ain't that dude this year. All right, uh, Mike Smith, West Virginia Round Steak, aka Bologna. Don't be knocking spam, dude. When I was a kid, Bologna and American cheese. Pfft, yes. Bomb. Give me white bread. White bread. Bologna, American cheese, a whole bunch of mayonnaise. Cool whip. Why did I put cool? You just said, do you know what yeah. Cool Whip is? Yes, it's whipped cream. No, it's not. Okay, dude, whatever. Cool Whip, whatever, is... dude. God, do you guys? You see... can't just go with me. You got You got to no. run my ass out of here every day. Can't just go with me. You were, were you thinking Miracle Whip? Miracle Whip. I there misspoke. Jesus, I'm not perfect after all. Says the guy rocking that haircut. Says not, the guy saying Texas Tech is better than Colorado. Please. I think Texas Tech is better than Colorado. Please. Okay. Okay, here we go. Start a Please. Shador Sanders or Tyler, I can't throw to my team, shot. Texas Tech's D-line and linebackers Please. or Colorado's D-line and linebackers. Please. The last time I checked, Texas Tech wasn't stopping too many people. Guy, do you walk? Okay. You just said it was a shootout. Did you not? Yeah, and, and okay. Okay. Look, man, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It, the proof will be in the pudding. I mean, I agree their depth is better than Colorado's. Like, I agree. They're not going <laughs> to fall without Shuck. Like, you would expect them to have. Texas Tech. Texas Tech is better than Colorado. The defensive line at Texas Tech is dominant. You were at Big 12 Football Media Days. We were in fear of our lives. Their arms are bigger than my third leg. 
And I don't Are disagree. you serious? I don't disagree. I'm just going off of what I've seen. Yeah. I think like, that I think that Texas Tech Oregon is better than anybody Colorado has played. Right, I agree. I think Texas Tech, when you look at Tech and you look at that the the linebackers and the defensive line, and even the secondary, dude, you start to understand that guys like Tony Bradford, <laughs> Tony Bradford would be all American at Colorado. Like Jalen Hutchings would be the greatest defensive lineman who's ever played at Colorado. Like their defensive yeah, line. Jalen Hutchings is a stud. He is. That whole defensive line is incredible. <clears throat> but here's my question. Uh-huh. And this is what I said the day after they played this game. Yes. Look at the box score. Mm-hmm. My problem with Texas Tech is not their talent. They are more talented than Colorado. Yes. My problem is, is you gave up 20 in the fourth quarter. Yes, you did. But the other issue was Tyler Shuck sucked in that game. Yeah. You... you, you yeah, if he doesn't turn it over, you probably don't give up 7.4 yards per attempt. Third down efficiency, 7 to 12. Yeah, yeah. Total yards, 456, and you lost. Yeah, somehow. You can't finish. Yeah. Because you can't finish. You can't throw three interceptions. Nah. Yeah. You can't. You can't have... Oregon had 14 fucking penalties, and they beat you. Tyler, they beat you. Oh, my. Like, <laughs> I think I said this on the show. I'm never looking at the stats out of that Oregon game again because mm-hmm. it is so frustrating as somebody who is not exactly a supporter of Oregon Ducks football. It's so frustrating. They had 14 for 124 penalties, and they won. Yeah. He's gouged my eyeballs out because it's so frustrating. <laughs> It's so frustrating that Tyler Shuck is just not that guy. I see it. You see it. Tyler Shuck's mom sees it. And Joey McGuire is like, nah, Ty, go ahead, Tyler. Keep throwing. Yeah. If I you mean, could, don't, th- don't throw it to our team. If throw you it could, to the other team. Yeah, if you could occasionally throw it to some, you know, like anybody that's the pew pew, that'd be great. Somebody in the uniform that says Texas Tech. Oh, my God. Uh, let's see. Monty bought into the preseason Texas Tech hype. They lost to Wyoming. Yeah, but Wyoming, everyone hates on Wyoming. That's not an easy place to play. But I still maintain, I still maintain, you go 0-3, and I don't want to hear about how good Tech is anymore. You, you Like, you need to win this game this week, and you need to dominate this game. I bought into the Tyler Shuck hype. I think a lot of people did. I, don't I think did. I we're on an island on that. I, I mean... Dude, I, 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 it, before the season started, like, let's get this straight. Before the season started, Texas Tech was no doubt about it, 100% dark horse team to go out and make a run for the Big 12. There was no question about that. Whether you were at Big 12 Media Days, whether you were just, like, everybody was talking about them. So, so it's not ridiculous to say that, but I just, I, yeah, I agree with what you said about Joey. You need to make a quarterback change here, and you need to do it now. But they're running away with you, Jake. Is Texas Tech better than Colorado? 59% no. I just I, I think what's tough about that... And that's on 58 votes. I think what's tough about Texas Tech is better than Colorado is Tyler Shuck... I, I, like, Shador Sanders showed what he can do. Now, 
that was against, if you want to say TCU and Nebraska are crappy competition, okay, fine, cool, great. Not going to see a good team this week. But I guarantee you Shador Sanders can run away from anybody Oregon's got. He can get he can get rid of the football. I think he's that good of a quarterback. I think this is a philosophical discussion. And I say that because you don't win games in college. The NFL, you must win games with your quarterback. In college football, your defense wins you games. Your defensive line specifically because you have to dictate one way or the other. You're either going to be, a, I'm going to let you throw it or I'm going to let you pass it, but you are not going to do both. And Colorado lets you do both. Texas Tech says, go ahead and throw the football, dude, because you're not running through the A gap. Forget it. You're not even running through the B gap. And we're going to set an edge and you're going to deal with it. And so far, Wyoming, perfect example. I wanted to be in the defensive coordinator's room so I could smack the blitz taste out of his mouth after the, the Wyo game. Mm-hmm. What are you doing going zero with the lead in overtime? What are you doing? I mean, the whole premise of being in the in the red zone, I, what, what were they on the four-yard line, I think, or like the Good six, Lord. maybe? Like, you were close. It wasn't like you were on the 18, right? Like, you were close. And so my issue with that play call was it's an advantage defensively to be down there. Because you can play zone and you can fill up the space and you can make it difficult for the quarterback to see where he's got. Like, you can do that, yet you want to send a zero blitz and have, what, three DBs in the end zone trying to cover four guys? Like, what are you doing? What are you you, doing? and, And you had them contained. Yeah. You had covered well in the fourth quarter in overtime. There was no reason to blitz. Oh, but that's what we do. Idiots. Uh, big shout out to uh, Joseph Harper, our newest member. Uh, let me pull it out here. Uh, hey, let's go. Good to see you. Uh, big shout out, Katie Rayner, a member. Let's go, baby. Let's go. You guys hit the join button. We have two levels of membership for you on the program uh, for a dollar ninety nine. Um, you can join our entry level membership. That gets you. Um, all of your comments highlighted. We read all of our uh, member comments first. Um, so welcome to the entry-level membership, Joseph and Katie Rader. For $9.99, you get access to our members-only uh, Instagram group, which is just a fantastic group of dudes. So we appreciate that very much, Kim uh, Coulter. I'll buy both of you a full set of PXG to keep or give away if we lose to Tarleton. That's ten grand, bro. I swear to God, you lose to Tarleton. You want to talk about Monday not being fun? <laughs> what, Kim, why would you even speak that into the existence? Why would you say that out loud? Tone, I already knew of Shuck in 2020. He's the same LOL above average QB that throws short passes and is hot and cold. He's a gunslinger, and that's not what wins, especially not in this conference, dude. No, no, uh, no. Uh, Tone also says he's not awful. He's just got limitations. Yes, correct. Katie Rader says word, Jake. Uh, A.A. Ron Grader is the goat. Okay. Okay. Um, Jim says, I hate to say it, but the Ducks are fast and they're strong. They're strong. They are strong. Uh, Katie Rader says, rack them, Kim. Pew, pew. He, he, I threw in the pew pew, but it's it's mm. Tarrant County boy. Will Jake get giving Miracle Whip? 
You, you want some Miracle Whip? Slather it all over yourself in your lonely times. Have you ever had Miracle Whip? Too? Yes, I love Miracle oh, so Whip. So good. And so terrible for you. With a uh, ham and cheese sando on awful white bread? Yeah, it's bomb. Man, how many hot, how many like 80 degree bologna cheese Miracle Whip white bread sandwiches have you had in your life? So many. <laughs> so good. Steve says everyone is overlooking Kansas State again. We're not. Okay, if everyone's overlooking them, then then give us a reason not to. Like, I agree they're good. I agree. Yep. I agree your quarterback's definitely talented. But you got to give us a reason to talk about you. Mark Hale says, please, don't pull it out. It's a family show. Mark. I'm so bricked up right now. Uh, Katie Raiders, send the blitz to the other band plays. <laughs> <laughs> like, we were sitting there. We were in Los Angeles watching that game. And it's just me and him, right? Everyone's doing whatever they're doing, you know. And there's, like, kids around and stuff. And I oh, I wanted to just F-bomb till the end of the day because you could see it happening. Oh, they're going to blitz. Oh, they're going to – oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I guess you had Oregon. Like, like you, what are you doing, dude? You... Oh, dear. Oh, my. And if you'd have won the wild game, that would have been a character-building game. Like, man. Man, I, I just, yeah. Wow, Tyler Dopp is here. BYU or Arkansas? Oh, my. Uh, football 50 when we do it occasionally. Here on the show, we lost track of time. Football 50, there you go. Football 50 presented by TridayTrading.com. TridayTrading.com loves passionate football discussion, they do. Uh, TridayTrading.com, you guys, I'm telling you, stop talking about the life you've always dreamed of. And I know that sounds harsh, but it's true. How many promises have you made to yourself about your money that you've broken? I'm not going to, man, I can't really afford those new golf clubs. And, you know, frankly, I'm really hoping Tarleton comes through so that I can get some new PXG clubs from Kim, right? Mm -hmm. Don't worry about Kim. Worry about yourself. Tridaytrading.com slash Monty. Go sign up for your $10 30-day membership and live the life that you've always wanted to live. And when I say the life you've always wanted to live, drive the car, live in the house, live in the zip code, go to Disneyland, go to Miami, follow your team around the country, photograph stadiums like James does, do what you want to do, wear the shoes, the pants, do what you want to do, golf at the finest courses in the world. Because when you graduate the tri-day trading program and you're a full-time day trader, you work for yourself. You don't have to go to the office. You're at the office when you wake up. You write, you write your own rules, and you make $1,000 a day on average. That's what full-time graduates of the Tri-Day pro program make, $1,000 a day on average. When you work it part-time, you graduate the program, you day trade part-time, you're making three to $500 a day. That's paying off your credit card debt. That's buying that house. That's paying off your second mortgage, paying off your student loans. You guys live the life you've always dreamed of. Tridaytrading.com slash Monty. $10 charity donation. Get you a 30-day trial membership. And at the end of that 30 days, you have no strings attached, my friends. Tridaytrading.com slash Monty. Uh, hour number three of the Monty Show presented by our good friends at uh, Bucked Up. Again, I can only say it so many times, guys. Today's the day. You've got seven hours left to get to buckedup.com. Their 40% off sale is today. 
Look at all the people that have been commenting all show long. Get the buck shot. Look how much energy we have. Look at that last hour of power football talk on the yes. Mozzie show. Powered by Buckshot. Bucked up. I'm telling you, get there. Protein, whey protein isolate. Um, if you're somebody that's trying to lose weight, they have a full line of weight management products for you. Pre-workouts. I personally use their collagen peptide, their whey protein isolate. Um, I love their creatine. They have various uh, incarnations of creatine. I'm telling you, their carnitine, Fantastic. Get it at buckedup.com today for the next seven hours, friends. Everything is 40% off. Hook it up, buckedup.com. Katie Rader, bucked up on my porch. Strawberry is my favorite flavor. Get after it. You know. Uh, Let's see. Mike Smith, the sound of spam sliding out of the can is the thing that is made of nightmare. Oh. (laughs) Ooh. Telling you. Uh, Conference Commissioner Gumby, is soda pop? It's not pop. It's actually soda. Mike Smith, sometimes I call it soda pop just to mess with people. I called it pop as a kid. I called it popped as a kid. Absolutely. Um, let's see. Coog Johnson, because Coogs is working hard. So I went on a month-long business trip to Georgia. Well, I'm glad you made it out. <laughs> Within three days, I had fans from every SEC school say, Cougs, will you please stop talking about Cougs college football? Seriously. Well, you need to understand, dude. Again, I'm not trying to make it personal like they did with Dion, right? But but if you're going to run out there that the the that Wazoo is like a top half of the Pac-12 team, you're going to catch heat for that. You need to understand that, dude. Yep. You need to understand that. <laughs> By the way, Aaron Wilson is pissed about this poll. Why? Aaron says, what the fuck is the point of this poll? I'm convinced that Texas Tech is better than Colorado. Jake is not, and I'm wrong because uh, almost 100 votes, 91 votes. If you haven't voted in the poll yet, go hit it real quick. 91 votes, 63% say Texas Tech is not better than Colorado. Oh, no. I wonder, and I'm not saying you're wrong. You're clearly not right, but I'm not saying you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Do you guys understand how Colorado is built and how they're winning these games? I'm curious, genuinely curious, because their defense is not good. And, and I shouldn't say that. Their defensive line and linebackers struggle mightily against the run. Mm-hmm. So you're really, if you're Oregon, you're going to win by 21 points. Because you run to set up everything else you do. Yeah, the, I'm going to end the poll there because it's not helping me. <laughs> 94 per, or uh, 94 votes, 63% say Texas Tech is not better. Yeah. yeah. We'll find out. We'll probably never find out, but it's fine. Jeff Woodworth, CU is built in God's name, image, and likeness. Well, you know. Yeah, people are all pissed off about the way he handled the portal. In God's yeah. name, image, and likeness. Kim Coulter, isn't Jake the same guy that said Dallas doesn't win a game uh, out of the first six? Dallas what? SMU? Because they're Dallas. 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 I don't know. Did you say that? Uh, Mike Smith, meh. Coog fan is Coog's fan. Let him Coog's fan. <laughs> I like it. I I like it. All right, let's get to some games um, because amazingly the show's almost over. BYU at Arkansas. Yeah, Arkansas. Arkansas is favored by eight. The number's 47 and a half. Here's the thing, though, friends. 
Do we believe that what we saw in week one from BYU's offense is who they are, or are they week two BYU offense? My feeling is they're somewhere in between. Mm -hmm. And I think there wasn't an issue, in my opinion, last week. I thought the offense was great. Um, BYU's offensive line, I I think, is doing a really nice job. They're coming together as a unit. But they have not been tested at this level. Arkansas is going to get after that is. Mm-hmm. We're going to find out who the offensive line is. The defense is why this team has been winning. The takeaways, you're going to have to get at least an interception in this game. But the biggest problem that I have is, is BYU going to get a pass rush in this game? That's a huge question mark. Mm-hmm. And I think... One, whoever gets to the quarterback better and whoever runs the ball better wins this game. And unfortunately, I think that's Arkansas. I think Arkansas wins this game. Yeah, you know, I I would agree with that. But I also think that, you know, Tyler Batty has looked really good uh, in these first couple of weeks. And I think that... You know, I, if he if he's able to get pressure on K.J. Jefferson, I, I think the game goes a totally different direction. With that said... You know, Arkansas has a pretty solid, you know, uh, offensive line. And I think that this is clearly the best team that BYU has seen thus far. Uh, and and so I would be looking at Tyler Batty as you watch this game. Is If he's getting pressure, I think BYU's got a much better chance because I, I much prefer K.J. Jefferson running around than K.J. Jefferson just standing still, you know, looking for his guy. Well, Arkansas hasn't exactly run anybody over either. It's no. not like they're a prolific. I think they're averaging 3.49 yards a carry. That's not great at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, the bar is five yards a carry, and they're nowhere near it. Mm-hmm. So it's not like Arkansas has been a running team. And BYU has done a good job of creating turnovers. I think Jacob Robinson's been a revelation at corner. I think he's played far better. I mean, I think all of us that have watched any amount of BYU football with with Agent Zero out there, yeah, uh, you knew he had talent. I didn't know he was this talented. And I don't think we have seen the best of BYU's offense. I don't know what we're going to get, but we'll see if 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 this BYU defense holds up. It's going to be a closer game, and I think that's why this number is not surprising, but this feels like a 21-17 kind of game. And I think that this is a a cover for BYU, but a loss. And at 47, and, at the current number is 47 and a half. I, I, I think you got to come under that number. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's just my opinion. I think you got to come under that number. I think Arkansas wins, BYU covers, and it goes under. You know, I think the tough part is that is that BYU's on the road for this game. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I think that when you've got a guy like K.J. Jefferson running your offense, big arm guy, likes to push down the field, that type of player, uh, I, I, I have no problem seeing Arkansas getting close to 30 in this game. So I, I would say that, you know, BYU does not, what would you say, it's six, I think you said? What, what was eight. it? Eight? Uh, the number yeah. is eight in this game, 47 yeah. and a half. Yeah, you know, I think that, that Arkansas, I think Arkansas covers that. I think ultimately um, they will get a turnover in this game. I, I, I just, this is one of those games where I'm like, all right, Keaton, I need you to show me that you, you don't need to have a baller performance, but I need you to protect the football in this game. Have a high completion rate and just protect the football. Don't make the silly mistake. 
And if he does that, this is a much closer game. But I have a feeling, and I love my guy, Keaton Slovis, but I think he turns it over in this game. And if that happens, Arkansas is getting the 30 points. Are you a believer in BYU as a six-win football team? Mm, not quite. Ask me Monday. Yeah, I, I was going to say this game is this is because this is this is Arkansas is one of those teams where they're legitimate. You're yes. like, okay, if you if BYU beats Arkansas on the road, yeah, you're a six win team because now you've shown me you can go in there, you can beat a good team like that. Like, okay, cool, you're legitimate. You 100 percent legit. I I know what you got, but but I again, this is where. You know, it's not personal with Keaton, but I think that this is kind of where Keaton Slovis has been limited, where you've gotten to that, like at SC, you played really good teams, and it just didn't look like he was here for it. Now, and obviously... Then, but, but, not to interrupt you, but what happened at SC? Keaton Slovis got hurt, and Jackson Dart came in and just procreated with everybody on that team and in the fan base, and they all fell in love with him. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, Keaton Slovis was on the out looking in. Mm-hmm. What happened at Pitt? He wasn't very good at Pitt. I actually thought he was pretty darn good last week. Mm -hmm. This is his first real test at BYU. And again, he hasn't had his full complement of wide receivers. But after what you saw last week, do you believe in him a little more? Yeah, absolutely. I I, I definitely – look, I'm not saying he's not capable. What I'm saying is that, hey, this is Arkansas. This is a legitimate team here. Like, this is a team that will punish you if you make mistakes. So, hey, if, if we get last week Keaton Slovis, yeah, they got a good shot here. But I'm just telling you, uh, this is why Keaton came to BYU, because he wanted to prove yeah. himself. He wanted to show, hey, yeah, I did struggle a little bit at Pitt. Yeah, SC didn't work out for me, but that doesn't mean that I can't take a team to where they need to go. So, yeah, I do think he'll have a good week, but I'm just telling you, if he turns it over even once, whether that's a fumble, an interception, whatever the case may be, Arkansas is getting well, 30 points. I I, I, nah, I don't see that. I think this defense at BYU is legit. I think Arkansas is 21. I could see if, if they get a pick six, I could see 27-28. I don't see that happening. I think this offense is built to the strengths of Keaton Slovis. I think this is the kind of game that this team is built to win. They won't win. And I think it's going to be a very close game. And I think, and I love this saying, what do I always say about close games? BYU's going to have a chance in the fourth quarter. They're going to be, they'll have the ball in their hands with a chance to take the lead. Will they? We're going to find out. I'm going to take Arkansas to win, BYU to cover, it goes under. I think Arkansas this, wins, BYU does not cover. So you think Arkansas is going to win by more than eight? Yeah, I do. I do. Okay. But we'll see. We'll see. I want to be wrong, but this is this is where all the people who said, hey, it's the Big 12, you're getting a tougher schedule. Not that Arkansas is a Big 12 team, obviously, but like you're getting an early test here. Mm. Okay. Okay. Gary Wolf, I just hate those stupid plastic pig hats they wear in Fayetteville. <laughs> I love you guys. I, I do. Uh, Derek Roche, Dart is a decent uh, transit system. Dallas did all right. See what he did there. See what he did there. See what he did there. You know. You know. Uh, did Jerry Jones get Arkansas in the SEC? Probably. That's his alma mater, of course. Uh, Ron Nolan, it's fun to watch Cougs, Cougars calculate making those little quarterback furries. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, Tony, uh, Dart was all right at USC. He got hurt, had the knee injury right out of the gate, I think. And then, you know, when you have Rinkin Lyrie, because I'm not allowed to say his name on the show anymore. You fucking donkey. When you have Lincoln Riley come in with Caleb Williams, yeah, you're going to transfer. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and hop in the portal? Yeah, Dart is a great QB name. Yes, it is. Uh, Gary, unfortunately for my BYU friends, it's going to be too much. Woo, pig silly. Okay. For the Cougs. David Ute fan. At home, I think BYU covers. At Arkansas, not so sure I agree with the under, though. Yeah, me too. That's a really good point. Uh, I can wear Prime 21 sunglasses. They're the wrong color. I can't wear them. They have many, many colors. Why are we still talking about fucking sunglasses? Yes. <laughs> Dion's sunglasses are on pre-order at the, on the Blender website. I'm for real. Not the only thing on pre-order. You guys are amazing. Yeah, by the way, I pre-ordered the iPhone today. Those are good-looking sunglasses. You can get them in any, just about any color you want. Uh, all right. How about the backyard brawl? Pitt, West Virginia. Do you care about this game this year? No. Got to be honest, I don't. What's the heat? What's the heat outside of Morgantown? What's I the heat think, outside of Pitt? You know though? what I think the heat is? This might be the only chance that West Virginia has to win this game, to win a game of consequence. Mm-hmm. This may be the only game that, that West Virginia is like, yeah, we got a shot. Yeah. We got a shot. Um this game is two two teams that are just not very good. Right. But it is a rivalry. And I I just need to know is Cincinnati legit? Is Cincinnati legit cuz Pitt could not get anything in the air against Cincinnati. Nothing. 10 of 32 <laughs> against Cincinnati. West Virginia's offense, um, they're not good. (laughs) I think West Virginia is going to grind on Pitt. I think that you are are going to see, and I know know that everybody's going to say, you're dumb, Neil Brown sucks. This is going to be like a 17 to 10 14, 17-14 kind of game. Yeah. And I think West Virginia is going to win. Yeah, I mean, I think for a fan, it's a great game to watch. You know, ABC game, you know, you're it, it, it is what you want in a college football game. But I just don't think it has – it's not going to be what last year was. Uh, last year so was you don't special. you just don't care? I mean, I'm not saying I don't care like I, it's just irrelevant, but I, but I do think that it's not – last year was incredible out of this game. Right? Keaton Slovis aside, last year was incredible. Like, dude, you had heat. They went back and forth. Like, the crowd. Like, dude, just everything. This year, eh. This year, when I see think West Virginia, I'm not thinking about the football program. That's the problem. That's not what I'm thinking about. What are you thinking about? I'm thinking about the basketball program. I'm thinking about good old Huggins. That's what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about, hey, you've had issues this offseason. Man, like, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I think here's where I come down on this. I think Cincinnati's for real. I think Emory Jones um, is a guy that could be a better thrower, but I I think Cincinnati's offense is good enough to beat Pitt. 
and I just didn't see much from Pitt. I mean, if if memory serves, and if my computer was faster than a snail, um, Pitt had 262 yards in that game. Yeah, Pitt's offense is terrible. Part of that is, yeah, absolutely, 5 of 14 on third down, but how do you excuse the fact that Cincinnati was 6 of 16? You're just not good. Pitt is not a good offense. I'm going West Virginia by the slimmest of hair on your chinny-chin-chin. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, slim. Oh, it's West Virginia. Obviously, it says on the screen, two and a half. Yeah. You know, it's super close. Over-under is obviously low. Yeah. Katie Raider would like to point out, Lincoln is a Red Raider. Cliffy's there, too. <laughs> Cliffy's a Trojan. Fight on. Uh, until he's not. Yeah. Uh, Steve says, I think the next stop for Deion Sanders is Arkansas in the SEC because of Jarrah. I don't think so. No. He's not going to leave Colorado for – he's not going to leave the Big 12 to go to Arkansas. No. Nope. I can't see that happening. Nope. I think Deion wants a job in Florida. I think he wants Miami. I think he wants Florida or Florida. I can't see him going You're to Florida. You're not leaving Colorado for a lesser – Job. I could see Florida State. I he'll never go. I can't see him going to Florida. That would be, but again, if Texas A&M gets a bunch of boosters to buy out Jimbo, is he leaving Colorado for College Station? Mm. I don't see that. No. You know, if, if Jim leaves, if you know the khaki cock leaves Michigan, I think that's a conversation. Michigan is a big. He's time answering job. the phone for yeah, Michigan. Michigan's a right? big time job. I don't know. I think it's going to be very interesting. Conference Commissioner Gumby Pitt wins. Alex uh, says Pitt will get Neil Brown fired. So, of course, we will tune in. <laughs> God, I hope you're right. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, Mountaineers, rifles up. Is that their thing, rifles up? I thought it was Mountaineers, go Mountaineers, clean that coal. Woo! Clean that coal. It was a joke. Relax. Dude, can I was, you just chill, man? I was kidding. I got so much. I okay, have said it. I'm getting tweets about Washington State. Washington, dude, uh, comparing Washington State and Oklahoma State and win, dude, bro. We don't need to talk about Washington State anymore, man. Who cares how like, Washington State compares to Oklahoma State? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? I love how Apple was basically forced to change to USB-C, but now is using it as a selling point, and Apple fan boys are eating it up. Well, what do you expect? What do you expect? You're damn right I'm eating it up. You pre-order a Pro Max that's got 10 gigs of, of transfer speed. Stay yeah. hard! Dude, fill it up. I want it. Fill it up. Like, well, I mean, well, yeah, they were. They, didn't, they had the market cornered on Lightning, but now... The European <laughs> government essentially said you had to be USB-C, Take which is fine. Me home, West Virginia, <laughs> Mountain Mama. Anybody know what a Mountain Mama is, by the way? Can anybody know what that is? I have no idea. Like, I get everything else. Like, country roads. Dude, I'm, I'm. Clean your coal. No, those aren't the words. I, I got piped on prize picks last night again. <laughs> And I took Garrett Cole for more than seven strikeouts, and Buddy's out here throwing batting practice. Yeah, he's getting lit I, by I Pittsburgh. I literally should just retire. I, I should retire from Prize Picks, dude. All right, prizepicks.com, Prize Picks the app. Click the link. Use the promo code Monty. 
Yeah, if, if anybody in West Virginia knows what Mount Mama is, please feel free. Uh, here's the pipe job going on currently. Jesus. Aaron Judge, eight and a half or more fantasy score. Okay, that's all you need to know. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Here's Monty's prize picks. Oh, wait, I have Garrett Cole, too. God. Let's start with mine. Uh, I got to tell you, I went with three tonight in baseball. I got, I, I, how do I say this gently? Kirk Cousins. What the hell was that, dude? When did you start showing up in primetime games? When did, <laughs> when did Justin Jefferson start dropping footballs at the goal line so that they would be touchbacks? Jake missed a God. win. Jake missed a win by a Justin Jefferson touchdown. Justin Jefferson in the second quarter fumbled a ball over the goal line. Because it's garbage. <laughs> like, this guy was supposed to be all, you know, all world. Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson. Dude. Did you this see that, chain? Has, this guy's got more completions than the Bears all time. Like, dude, I don't want to hear it, man. The guy Justin didn't get the Jefferson, job done. Man. Justin Jefferson's chain? My God. You want to talk about cock weight? Justin Jefferson wears this chain? Yeah, and I felt it last night. Thanks, dude. His cock. Good Lord. Man. So I I need to make a confession to you guys. I freely admit I drank the Jake hates Kirk Cousins Kool-Aid. Kirk never performs in primetime. It nonsense. wasn't just me saying that. Everyone says that. Right, but you're my mentor. Okay, you're, well, that's a, your problem. As my parrot, you're my mentor. Yeah, that's so, your problem. I bought into it and went less than 267 and a half. So, of course, Kirk threw for like 700 yards last 365 night. 365 last night. Thanks. Whatever. Uh, I've got Justin Steele, who I am four for four on Justin Steele in his last four appearances. Cody Ballinger, seven and a half in fantasy. And I need Garrett Cole to strike out seven dudes. So, pretty much it's over. He has thrown already 39 pitches through an inning and a third. Nice, bye. dude. Bye-bye. Nice, dude. Thanks. Bye-bye. Was it the humidity? And this is, again, why I'm going to make the case that Aaron Boone should not be fired by the Yankees. Cat. <laughs> nice little 5-3 uh, ground out there. I need strikeouts, <laughs> Okay. Jake has Garrett Cole and Aaron Judge in this game. Dude. And then he's got Ozzy Albies against uh, Miami. Albies has been hot lately. That's a good pick. Man. Prize picks, click the link in the description below. You get 100% deposit matching. Hook it up. I knew today would be shitty. So. God. You know, look, I, hey, man. That was really frustrating last night. And the, the frustrating thing was I had Jake Elliott. Came through, 61-yarder to get me over. Like, that was incredible. I was so fired up. I was like, all right, cool. Eagles defense, you're going to come out and get Kirk Cousins. Everything's yep. going to be awesome. Justin yep. Jefferson's going to stumble into a touchdown, but no, can't do it. Cougs Johnson, who got a free membership. Is this supposed to be a college football show, or are they trying to use your audience to practice stand-up comedy? Cougs, if you don't like it, don't be here. Yeah, dude, you've been here five minutes. Like, come on. If you don't like it, don't be here. Don't come in and be a red ass because we're not going to support your ridiculousness on Washington State. And if you want to be a red ass, I'm just not going to read your comments. Yeah, it's not hard to understand. Uh, Mike Smith, actually, John Denver not only visited West Virginia, he played that song in West Virginia at a West Virginia game. However, he is a Red Raider alum, and he's dead. <laughs> Jesus. God. <laughs> like, 
Those are the facts of the case. And he's dead. Thanks, dude. I'm but again, Shiva, the god of death. Can somebody tell me what Mountain Mama is? No, I have no idea. Uh, what's up, Clutch? I only halfway agree. Captain Kirk delivers in the regular season. The postseason, however, now that's a different story. Where were you yesterday for me, sir? Where were you yesterday? Garrett Cole is now thrown 45 pitches and given up two runs to the lowly Pirates, who are one of the worst teams in baseball. Yeah, I, I might need to take the weekend off or something, dude. This is terrible luck right now. Prize Picks has $20 protected play for games today. Yes, they do. Yeah. Uh, whoa. Mike Smith, Kook fans starting to become emo. Well, I just, the funny thing is you keep, it, it, it's fine that you're here. But one of the things you learn when you come to this show is we have a really good community. So when you come in and you're a red ass and you take a gifted membership just to be an idiot, you're not going to be here long. Yeah. It, like you don't, the, the thing about this show and the conversations we have on this show, we don't have to agree with you, but we respect your opinion. When you start coming in and you're insulting people, what are you doing here? I don't care if you agree with us. I don't care if you think I'm stupid. I don't care if you think I'm not funny. Cool, man. But if you're going to be part of the comment section, come on, man. Like, be better than that. Like, just just be better than that. Like, it, it, it's To me, it's just not worth it. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Uh, let's see. Who, who else we got here? Let's, let's. Tony says, Connor, chill, brother, man. I don't know. Well, who's Connor? Okay, why is Connor upset? I don't know. I don't see a Connor. Uh, James, Mountain Mama equals redneck version of whole lot of Rosie. I don't know what Mountain Mama means. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Mike Smith, I'm not reading that. <laughs> uh, Tarrant County, boy, where's Tanner? No idea. Yeah, is Tanner here today? Like, I, I would have thought that the Eagles smack talk would have been in full effect. I would have thought so. I would I would have thought so. You know, Kaufman says until Monday, all Kaufman appreciate you. Uh, Jeff Woodworth, Mountain Mama got some tiggle bitties. <laughs> it is Friday. You know, Mike you just Smith. had to work that in, didn't you? Tiggle bitties, damn right, motorboat. Dude, chill, bro. Jeff. This is a family program, man. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, all right. Shall we talk about? Uh, shall we talk about your before we get out of here? Should we talk about your little excursion this weekend? Little trip here. Little uh, engagement here. I'm not engaged. So Jake's getting married. No, I'm not. And no, he is going I'm home not, to dude. ask permission. No, I'm not. Don't uh, lie to me. We picked up the CZ uh, not real diamond ring last week. Jake intends to get on bend knee. No. After asking permission just of all take a of nice AC, okay? the just Chiefs relax. fans. Um, during a wedding that they're actually flying back for. This is all a lie. Uh, they're flying back to Kansas City for a wedding, but here's the thing. We're getting somewhere. Jake is meeting his girlfriend's family for the first time, and uh, he's the first male companion to ever meet the family. Right. Now, if they're typical Missourians, and if they're people, they're... A little more on the conservative side. Here I am. They will pray for you in church every Sunday morning. Notre Dame, our mother. I wonder how you're going to fit in. Are you at all concerned? I mean, I see you got the high and tight working. Yeah, I mean, I had to clean it up, obviously. I mean, I got to go represent well. I mean, I'm sure that 
you know, they've watched the program before. I, don't, I mean, I haven't been told that directly, but you can't tell me they haven't at least tuned oh, in God. once or twice. Have they really? I'm sure they have. Oh, um, man. I, I'm not worried about fitting in. I, I mean, I, I, I think that, you know, <laughs> we all have to go through this process where we meet the family the first time. And, and, and you know, my, uh, you know, the girlfriend, I would say, is more nervous about it than I am. You know, she, she just wants it to go well, and I think it'll go well. You know, okay. admittedly, I'm not the guy that likes to be out late partying. I'd rather get up and go golf. It's a wedding. What do you mean out late partying? Well, yeah. So, I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, I don't go to a lot of weddings. I keep a small circle. So, like, you know, I'm going to, I, you know, for, you know, looking at the game tape and making adjustments, you know, I'm going to have to go in there. Looking and, at the game tape. You know, I'm going to have to execute at a high level and, you know, it'll go fine. I'm really not that worried about it. I'm not. It's people. Have conversations. Treat people well. You know, like what happens if I don't know, you wind up making out with her mom. No, that's not happening. How do you know? It's not happening. What? It's a it's just a. Oh, no. You walk into the wedding. No. And her mom like is just like the switch goes on. No, no. Mom is active. I can't. I can't, dude. No. But what would if what would happen if that happened? (laughs) I don't know. I'd probably be flying home alone. Now, what if you wind up making out with her dad? Okay. (laughs) Dude. So you get? Do you get to meet like all of the family? Are you meeting? That's my the, understanding. Yes. Are you so meeting we're the going sisters to, and the brother? We're and... going to the cousin's wedding, so everybody is going to be there. <laughs> is my understanding. That's my understanding. Tarrant County boy, Jakey Two Rings. That's right. Jeff Woodworth, <laughs> Jakey playing tummy sticks with her. <laughs> Tummy sticks. I think I've hit it every time. Buddy rolled out tummy sticks. <laughs> Dude. Oh, my God. Mike Smith. The first time Jake farts at the dinner table. Awkward. <laughs> oh, my tummy God. Tummy sticks. Tarrant County boy. Wow. I brought out the mama discussion. Yeah, you did, dude. <laughs> yes, you did. Yep. <laughs> Take that victory lap. Oh. LFG, Jacob, Zach Wilson. Exactly. That's correct. Exa- Mom's exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Brandon Butler, Jake getting taken home to the parents is the equivalent of being her show pony. Strut, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Strut. Can you imagine Jake strutting? Okay, here's Jakey. Uh, they call him Jakey Two Holes. Uh, he's going to strut in his finely tuned Lululemon suit. I'm for real. Mom, I'm if you, for real. If you could close your eyes, can't have any of that happening. I'm a fucking unit. And Jake is like forced to get up on the dinner table. There's like, imagine that long, like remember Meet the Parents, there's a long dinner table and or even Wedding Crashers, better, Wedding Crashers, right? Mm-hmm. You motorboating son of a... Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway... Jake has to strut down the middle of the dinner table and try not to step on the ham. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that dude, would be amazing. Wedding Crashers is a goaded movie, oh, dude. Oh, it is. It's so awesome. Uh, Steve says, yeah, Jake's getting married. And it's going to go into crisis lockdown mode here at the house. Uh, Jake's going to be uh, out at Power and Light all night long. Hey, this now. This going to happen. Hey, I'm now. Uh, Jake's taking his Pokemon card to keep the little brother busy. <laughs> The little brother busy. That's right. 
Oh, my God. Everyone knows that Jake is coming out to KC to talk about Washington State football. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Pack 10. That's right. Yes. Yes. Um, Conference Commissioner Gummy, Jake strutting like Richard Simmons. Let's all do aerobics right now. Oh, no. No. Look, mom's girlfriend, you're a little no. chunky. Let's let's get up. Let's take a walk. Bodyweight squats right Five. here, right now. Let's do it. Ten, nine, eight. Let's go. Seven. Five. I could see Jake like leading jazzercise with the overweight older crowd. In a little onesie. It'd be amazing. Jake will be wearing a Lululemon like skin headband. suit. Yeah, a little headband action. They're like, oh boy. That's a nice boomerang you got there, sir. A nice boomerang, <laughs> dude. Uh, a lot. So, are you at all nervous? Are you? No, I, I don't. I'm not. No, I, I'm not nervous to meet people, talk to people. No, you're pretty good. Yeah, like I'm. I, I, I in fact, I look forward to you know having conversations and meeting people. I, I was telling, telling my girlfriend, man, like let them ask their questions. She was like, well, they're gonna ask you a lot of questions. Now I was telling my old lady, man, it's fine. Uh, you know, they're going to ask you a lot of questions, and I just, you know, like, I, I, I you know. So, Jake, um, we, hear, we hear you do this little podcast. Yeah, I, that's always, and it's funny you say that. That's what everyone always asks me the first time they meet me, like family or otherwise. So, you do a podcast? Is no, that what you do? I, no, I don't. No. And, by the way, nobody likes Missouri. And fuck the Cardinals. Yeah! All right, I got a flight to catch. <laughs> I need to go home. <laughs> um. No, I'm I excited think that, to meet uh, all these people. So, um, any kids running around out there that you uh, know of, Jake? Nope. I I love it. I hope she has a brother that walks up to and she's like, he's like, uh, okay, Jake, huh? Little guy, too bad your arms aren't longer. Got any little uh, morsels of DNA running around? The I'll drop that motherfucker. Known or unknown? What's got? What do you got going on in life? Heard you do a little podcast in your basement. <laughs> Don't believe us. <laughs> yeah. I don't think she has any brothers. Oh, she doesn't? Ah, oh, damn. Sister. Oh, Jake. No. You're Jake. Oh, I've heard so much about you. I sifted through all that. And she's sitting next to you like you're sitting between your girlfriend and her sister. Oh, dude. And she is absolutely on the thigh. No. Oh, no, Jake. No, it's no, so no, no, nice no, to no, meet no. you. No. 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 That or it's grandma on the other side. Well, that's the issue, isn't it? Wow, Jake. I'm Pearl. Nice to meet you. <laughs> dude, no. Can't do it, dude. This is this is not Wedding Crashers, bro. This is not Wedding Crashers, man. They're doing like the first dance at this wedding that Jake's going to, so the lights are low. And she's like, hi, I'm Peggy. I'm the grandma. <laughs> How about we dance? Ow! <laughs> what if her grandma asked you to dance? Oh, that's right. Shit. Jake has a strict no dancing policy. <laughs> so we're playing golf last weekend. And Jake's like, no, I'm not dancing. And I don't dance. It's like, dude, you're going to be in a Lululemon like tailored suit. I mean, for you, as much as it's possible, you're going to look really nice. You're not going to dance. No. Okay. What, what are you, must? Like your girlfriend's going to be dancing. What are you going to do? Uh, I'll be, you know, talking to Peggy. <laughs> we doing more than yeah, talking. Yeah, I'll dance. Boy. I hate dancing. It's it's one of my least favorite things to do. So Jake refuses. So Jake refuses to dance, right? And so we're putting our clubs in the car, and me and Mrs. Monty are behind my my car, and we're dancing. We're like slow dancing for Jake to see. 
Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Uh, Mike Smith, girlfriend's uncle. So, Jake, have you ever seen a grown man naked? <laughs> Dude. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Maury Alvarez, the great Floridian. For the showroom today, you have a, you have serious been entertaining me while building my new smoker. Ready for brisket, anybody? Yes. I'm for real. Uh, Steve, Jake, are you twerking for the family? Okay, no. Jake. No. No. Nope. Um, hi, I'm Aunt Maud. No. Listen, uh, we have a rule in our family, especially for you West Coast liberals. Uh, we're going to need you to twerk out the demons. Okay. So that's how it's going to be. Go ahead and hop up on the buffet table. They've cleared the food there for you. Go ahead. I really don't care if you think it's sus. I told him not to take the sausage away, so why don't you go handle that? Hiscock. <laughs> Jake hates me so much. Glad you're having fun. Uh, all you really need to start dancing is bucked up and Boz beats. That's what I'm saying. Just give me some beats. Yeah. That's it. Uh, I, I'm, I, I'm excited for you. Mm-hmm. You don't usually go in. Yeah. I mean, I haven't had a reason to yet. But, you know. Got you've, a met, you've met some other families. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have. But not on, I wouldn't say on good opportunities like this. <laughs> you know, I, I would say they... I met them for other reasons that uh, were not exactly positive. <sighs> they were dying. <clears throat> um. Here I am. Anyway. So let me, let's run the, uh, so one, the dad was already dead. Did you ever meet the mom? No, that's right. You didn't meet the mom because you were supposed to take a flight back to the Midwest mm -hmm. and did not. Mm -hmm. And that was just an absolute <coughs> battle. Uh, the next one, you did meet the parents, but they were pretty much dead. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. Struggling. This one, they're supposedly healthy, happy, and... Yeah, alive and well, doing well. Well-adjusted, yeah. normal people. Yeah, we're, do we're doing good. And based on their daughter, it would seem they're well-adjusted, normal people. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited about it. I'm not nervous about okay. it. I'm looking forward to meeting people. It'll be, it'll be fun. The weekend's going to blaze by. Well, you you come back Sunday night, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. A uh, couple more, and then we got to go. Tone, just put on his favorite Taylor Swift remix and bust a move. Right. Mike Smith, uh, Jake going to come back strutting like George Jefferson. Well, we did buy a ring. Gary Wolf, I should stop saying that. Yeah. Uh, how can you be, quote, pretty much dead? Oh, it's possible. It's possible. Yeah, kind of like Jay Norvell, you know? Wow. Uh, less healthy than that. Uh, LFG says, at Monty, Jake, you excited, Jake? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not really. Uh, Jake going to lead the toast? All right, hey, everybody. Guys, 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 uh, guys. She finally brought home a well-functioning human being that's not a Texas fan. Okay? Back 10. Um, now, he is a, a West Coast liberal, but... Listen, he's going to lead our, our toast. Yeah. Um, and first, he's going to say the incarnate word. And Jake's going to be like, what the hell's the incarnate word? Uh, Notre Dame, our mother, pray for us. Okay, Notre just Dame, our mother. Thank everybody for the great spread. The cake looks really good. Honey, rack looks great in the wedding dress. Good luck. Peace out, I'm out. Okay, you got to get stroked. Okay, let's, let's kick on the music. Little Taylor Swifty. Let's go, Swifty. Now, please, I'm out. <laughs> Do not compliment the bride on her looks. Bro, that's like an auto no-go. You don't do that.
Don't get handsy on the yeah, hug with dude. the what female. Do you, like, don't get doing, handsy dude? on the hug with the female family members. Yeah, you you don't wrap your hands. You do the you do the wrist. No, you just, you, you just kind of. Yeah, but you also st- you yeah, stay above stay the waist. High. Hands stay, stay above high. the waist. Shoulder blades with the hands on the shoulder blades, bro. Don't get handsy. Yeah, dude. Don't get handsy, bro. Do you bro. think do you think your future mother in law comes in for a hug or is it just kind of a fist? No, bump? it's a hug. It's a hug all day. Oh, you think so? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. How do you know? I just she's a, based on what I've been told, she's excited that you know. <laughs> girlfriend's bringing someone home and like you don't you know. ha- she doesn't have to worry about stds like it's me oh no no does nope. her family know that you guys have never like uh, officially christened the relationship <laughs> what the hell does that even mean officially christened it the relationship yeah Is, are you talking about getting married or what are you talking about what are we talking about? Okay, so I said officially christen the relationship. Yeah. Like, what's that mean, bro? Yeah, what does that mean, dude? What does oh, that are mean? you talking about throwing a hot dog down the hallway? I think I've hit it every time. Well, I mean, we're going to tell them that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Have you had sex with my daughter? Well, and, pardon me. Ma'am. Uh, it, it, uh, uh, ma'am, I'm sorry. What was your name again? Okay, Cheryl, listen, listen, Susan, I want you to understand, Jennifer, that I I love your daughter and I respect her and I hit it until I couldn't quit. I'm sorry to be offended by that. (laughs) What if her mom's like, have you, have you deflowered my, my most beautiful child? How do you answer that question? Do you lie and say yes or do you lie and say no? Um, I, um... (laughs) Yeah, you know, that's, um... Oh, my God. You know, that's not an easy Gary, one. Gary Wolf would be funny if her mom was like Stifler's... Oh, man, what if her mom is like a six-foot blonde that just has, like, stacked... How dare you? Then what do you do? I, I don't know, dude. <laughs> You're in trouble. Conference Commissioner Gumby, uh, throwing a hot dog down the hallway, does it have mustard or ketchup? Ah, oh, easy. Dude, chill, uh, Lee bro. Corso should replace Mitch McConnell. Okay, well, thank you for that. Man, that was great. Yeah, if you guys could hit the like button, subscribe if you are not subscribed. And finally, Pimp's going to pimp. We've talked about this on the show, right? I have pre-ordered my we. iPhone. We. Well, I had to do it for you. Right, but that's not the point. We. We. Two O's in outrageously priced. Uh, we pre-ordered our iPhones, iPhone 15 Pro Max. Against my better judgment. Okay. Yeah, I didn't exactly have to, like, rip your phone out of your hand and do it for you. Actually, I did. Anyway, the point is, uh, pre-ordered the iPhones, and I got the new Apple Watch 9 series. And I'm really excited about it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting to see how the end product turns out. Mm-hmm. Are you are you enthusiastic about it? Like, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be an outstanding device. I, I have no doubt about it. Uh, my my against my better judgment point is that it's fifteen hundred dollars. Now you get credit for your trade in because like, you, as a communist, left AT and T and went to Verizon. Duh, Verizon has a promotion where you get a thousand dollar bill credit. If you get the new iPhone. Mm-hmm. So Mrs. Monty and I, because, you know, Ryder dies. She did not get a new iPhone. I did. She was like, nah, I don't want the new iPhone. The uh, Apple Watch 9? Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, I got a $1,000 bill credit. 
And then I got $899 trade in for my, my, my iPhone. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good deal. Yeah, it's a good deal. Yeah. Jake is living and dying on every Garrett Cole pitch right now. Uh, I'm He's excited. going to strike out seven guys. It's already over. I've lost tonight. Um, I'm excited about it. Are yeah, you I mean, excited for yeah, the phone? Like, yeah. where do you come I mean, down I, on it? I think I, I've I've enjoyed, you know, the, the one terabyte storage option is not about whether you use it. It's more about the fact that you never have to worry about storage, which I think is awesome. Correct. You know, and I, and I think that um, I'm excited. Uh, I was really excited when I got my iPhone 13 Pro Max for the gold colorway. I'm a little over the gold now. I'm excited to have a different color phone. Um, I would love to, at some point, uh, rock an iPhone without a case at some point because I think Good it's a luck. beautiful phone. Good uh, luck. The problem is, is that there's no great way uh, for it to take abuse that way, you know, just in general, day to day. So I don't know. Uh, I, I I'm not going to do a clear case this time. I've had a clear case for a while. No, I got a like black a, silicone case. Yeah, I might I might do a black one or something. I don't know, but but yeah, I mean it's it's fun to get a new phone. I I I love that. You know what you're not telling people about Verizon is. You're still getting, I think it was like $860. And way better cover. Um, you know, yeah, but there are still dead spots. Like, you know, there there are definitely dead spots around my house that annoy the hell out of me. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited about it. It's fun to get a new phone, no doubt. Yeah. Um, and the USB-C thing, by the way, is awesome. I, I love think that. you're either pro-Apple or you hate Apple. Yeah. I don't think there's no, eh, it's Apple. Yeah. You're either pro or anti. I got it because of the camera. I'm super. I use my camera all the time on my phone, mm -hmm. and I love the Apple Watch. It is phenomenal. Um, I got the beefier Apple Watch that is more durable. Um, Mrs. Monty picked it out and was all about it. So we we got matching watches, and I'm excited. Yeah. So it'll be a couple of weeks before it gets here. The Apple Watches get here next Friday. And then I get my the iPhone, I think, arrives October 9th. I think the other thing that's awesome about getting a new iPhone is the transfer process is super easy. Yeah. They talk to each other. They do it all for you. It's it's awesome. Yeah, I totally agree. And the USB-C thing on the iPhone uh, Pro Max models is super fast. That's a big, But that's a big deal for charging purposes, too. Like, it makes it yeah. a lot easier. If you need to charge your phone quickly, you can take your MacBook Pro power brick, plug in a USB-C cord to your phone, that thing will charge in probably 40 minutes, maybe. Less. Yeah, like right now where mine's at 15%. Yeah, you know, so I mean, I, I, it, it, it works. It works, and it's exciting. And, and I'm excited. I like the Pro Max model. I like, I, a lot of people talk about the size of the Pro Max. I like the size of the Pro Max. I like the fact that, you know, we're getting rid of, like, the dynamic island feature on the new 15. I'm really excited for it to see how that works. Like, there's a lot of different things I'm excited about with the phone. Yeah, and it's about time that Apple went to USB-C. Yeah. I, I mean, in Europe, they had no choice. That's really what spurred it. Um, I think they would have stayed lightning if they had their druthers. Yeah. Um, because they can be proprietary on those on those connections and charging things. But yeah. I love that it's still MagSafe because um, I have a beautiful charging station on my nightstand. Like, yeah, I'm all about it. So. Yeah, for sure. There you go. All right. Time for my boy to roll out. Don't forget, you've got uh, six hours to get to BuckedUp.com. They're 40% uh, off sale right now uh, at BuckedUp.com until midnight. Look it up, BuckedUp.com. Make sure you get the buck shot. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Until Monday, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.